Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter the offer code KINDAFUNNY at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. See, I said it the way Colin likes it. Because he's is the way the comment. I think it's just Squ- Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. Like that? Yeah. Use all this. Just leave this the entire thing. No? I don't think we're I guess we can do whatever we want. We do whatever we want, Kevin. We're God. We're gods, Kevin. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. You know what I came to realize this, right. this this particular weekend? I, I've, I've realized it, but I, I've accepted it now. Mm-hmm. Is with clothes, you get what you pay for. You really do. The best pair of jeans I've ever had were Why, $200. You should save this for the show. It's yeah. true. Oh, I'll do it another day. But I mean, no, it's too late. Now ex- we're started. What's up, everybody? This is the Game Over Greggy Show. You bought how much How much money did you spend on clothes this weekend? $500. That's awesome. Because you. this is something you used to say, tell me ahead of time. I think when we first moved in, you, it, like, it was, what, what is it, every... Year and a half, like two years, you actually go out and spend a, a shit ton of money on yeah, clothes. Yeah, like lots of money, way more than five hundred dollars. But but now I'm trying to because I, because I, I I you buy your your wardrobe, your ensemble, your ensemble, Ensembles. and then you just it just is mm-hmm. there, and then you eventually look at it and you're like, I need new clothes, and so I'm trying to be better about like three times a year or so adding to it. Yeah, instead three of, times a year. Yeah, instead of instead of it's going ballsy. instead of going. And spending like literally fifteen hundred dollars like over a weekend, where mm-hmm. I'm like, I need just new everything, right? Like, and you just deep dig deep into the fucking bank account because you're like, I need clothes. Like, yeah. I don't, I, my shit's all fucked up. My shoes. So now, like, I get new pairs of shoes like a, a couple times a year, and then I'll just go to the outlets. I went to the outlets in Napa mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. bought, you know, my Lucky Jeans and my Banana Republican J Crew shirts. Whatever. No, so I'm not going to the real store. I'm going to like, you know, the yeah, last you're getting them a season. discount. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, what I was saying was like, how many plaid collared shirts we get? On oh my god, day? I have so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's my thing. I mean, no, I'm well I'm, aware. I don't wear them so much anymore because I don't go anywhere. I don't feel like I should put up. You know. <laughs> but back, like, you're not gonna I, dress up for us. Because do you remember? Like, it might have even be before Tim worked at IGM, but there was a time where I, I dressed more like this every yeah. day. And then there was a time where I cognizantly was like, I'm stepping it up. Yeah. Good. You know, and I'm but like, it was like you said. You say that yeah, you were stepping up. But the favorite part of the stepping it up meant that when you ate lunch, you took off your yeah. shirt <laughs> and you ate your undershirt like you were a seventy-five year old Italian grandfather. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then you finish st- eating, clean up, and put it back. On. I stopped that. I, I I stopped doing that. I forgot that I did that. So the point is, is that you know, because I was talking, I have a pair of Joe's jeans. Joe's jeans are like really, really expensive. And I You're got Joey's or Joe's. Joe's. Okay. J O E S. And. They're really expensive jeans. And I got them at Nordstrom Rack, like, for $100 or whatever. They're okay. $200 jeans. Sure. And they're the best jeans I've ever had, like, by far. And they're, like, skinny, like, tight jeans. And I'm like, I can't believe that these that these fit. Like, because I, I grew up, like, kind of not caring so much about my clothes or whatever. And I'd be like, I'll just go to Old Navy and yep. buy, like, fucking 17 pairs of jeans. But they just don't – nothing fits right. You, right. And so my girlfriend really did convince me. Because my girlfriend likes fashion as, as many, as many I, you know, women do and men. 
And she was like, you know, you really do get what you pay for. You do. Like, you really do. And it's and, and I've, I'm learning that as I get older with everything. Oh, yeah. You get the liquor you pay for. You get the TV you pay for. You get the meat. Like, at Andronicos, you get... It's true. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's always true. I'm just saying sure. that generally, if you're paying more for something, but there is a there is a, a threshold where you're paying yeah. too much for something. Sure. Like, Eric always used the example, Eric Castro, of... of uh, Follow leader. You know, like, something, like, really high-end, like, Bland's or Eagle Rare... And then you buy something like Pappy. The difference between those is not as extreme as the difference between Jim yeah. Beam and Bullet. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so there's there's differences on the low end too. So it it costs a lot of money. I had to spend. You know, I don't. I'm not much of a spender because a lot of people are like, how do you? You know, people on Twitter are like, you buying two hundred dollars pairs of jeans? And I'm like, you know, that's not. This isn't that's a not daily no, occurrence. It's not even a yearly occurrence, really. It's just I try to. I'm just starting to realize more that you have to kind of step your game up. Nick Terrily. Oh yeah. It's PSP. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and Nick took me out and bought me jeans. Yeah, and bought me straight up real Levi's, and I was like, "Fuck, I look good in these. You look fucking they feel good. better in these. You wear them up by your waist. I do, but I start there because I know they're gonna go down below the gut eventually. That's a big Were, thing. Weren't you the one who used to make fun of the way the way Greg? No, Alexis. Jeans? Alexis. Oh, Alexis no, I, I don't know what she's talking about. Portel, I gotta move Portel because it's like. Ugh. First off, I'm a fat guy, so they're already falling down. You know what I mean? Just because that's how they go below the gut. But it's just I don't. Nobody wants the plumber's crack, and so the answer to the plumber's crack is to go up to where your hip, your hip really. I mean, is. you're wearing them where you're supposed to wear them. Well, yeah, but but, I mean, but like, no one wears. But them. look at look at yeah. See, like right, right there, right. like the fat's already pushing it down. Like that's yeah. not good. So you got you got you got to do the old Chris Farley. Yeah, you get them up there, you do that, and then a little bit of a camel toe, sure, but it's just the body. But doesn't that feel uncomfortable though? Over the it's yeah. a lot. It's over stuff. the gut. Yeah, but see, when no, you guys... it feels tight. I'm packed in, and I can get low. I can do squats. Yeah. There's no plumber's. Well, you guys don't understand that. because you do you've never been fat. It, you this guys are you, are. you are members of Team Fat. That is not in debate. Like Greg's membership is in debate. You're such um, a dick. But what you guys don't understand is that you've never been without a waistline. Now, Greg and I, and Greg, I apologize for this. I'm not, I don't mean this as an insult. No, now have, you're going to call me I'm, and tell me I'm in Team Fat again. I like it. He's He is in that club with me. Like, when I was super overweight, you just don't, like, putting on a pair of jeans, especially a pair of jeans that are quote-unquote nice and potentially are a little bit more tight than they ought to be or are supposed to hug you, it's always a nerve-wracking experience because you're not quite sure where they're supposed to sit because unlike normal people, like, Root has a waist, right? Where, like, the jean just naturally sits there because it's sandwiched in between his two fucking amazing muscles, Right, like the ab muscles and the dick muscle, or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> the, That's the two muscles. Got correct. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't Biology know. I'm not a scientist. With a kind of funny crew. <laughs> not, a, not a scientist, but there's an ab muscle and a dick muscle. Um, but when yeah, when you're when you when you've got the muffin top like I've got, like you just kind of put them wherever they want to go that day, yeah. and they're never really that they're gonna, comfortable. It's what, they're eventually going to find their way back down. There. Yeah, they're going to be down there no matter what. And then eventually, you get to a place where two or three days later you put the jeans on and you're like oh man yeah i must have lost a little bit of weight because these jeans are fitting a little bit better now you've stretched them out over the last three days but you don't think about that no you lost a little bit of weight because you're working on that protein diet son protein diet my god yeah um i will tell you this though i went back a couple weeks i don't know i don't know why we're all we're all of the same mind lately because i went shopping the last couple weekends as well and bought some jeans i haven't bought shit lately um and I went into Levi's to buy another pair of jeans because I'm like, I need another kind of pair, blue pair of jeans. The ones I have right now are just getting a little too light mm-hmm. and a little too worn because, you know, wear all the time. And since we go to these like conventions, every once in a while we'll do a nice meet and greet or we'll go to a party or something. And I kind of want to look a little better. So I'm like, I'm going to go buy a new pair of jeans. And I go in there and a couple things happened. One was the, the Levi's store in San Francisco was a madhouse. 
Oh. The one on Market Street. Yeah. That, always is the, that whole area is always Bad crazy. House. It didn't used to be when we bought. We remember we bought the jeans there. Yeah, because we went you. Wednesday afternoon. That's <laughs> yeah, true. If we, could, if we just knock out here and go buy jeans right now, it won't be that bad. So I went in and they had like maybe one new type of jean, and I'm like, this is surprising. They don't they don't have different like normally. A lot of vendors will every season. There's just totally completely different new jean. But like I went back, I'm like, I especially with Levi's, they just five and put a number after it. It's like, dude, the not the new five forty two. It's like, oh, like, I gotta know what? what that is. But they're all the so. so I, I was shocked that they hadn't really changed the lineup of the jean that I that I love, which I think I believe is the five eleven. You like the five eleven commuters? I like the five eleven. And I'm like, oh, there might be this might be new, but I think I have it. But it doesn't matter. I'll buy it anyway because but my jeans right now are so faded, it doesn't matter. I pick five pairs and I go and I wait in line. Now, there's like 10 people in line and there's only four dressing rooms and i don't know if you guys have ever tried on clothes but kevin you get that kevin's on it everybody kevin, you got it he's already moving Thanks, you kevin. see him um this line's not moving and i'm getting more and more furious because i look over and there's a little roped off area with 10 more dressing rooms and people are asking like hey can we just go in those dressing rooms real quick and they was like the girl's like no, i'm sorry we don't have the staff like we have to have so many amount of people here to watch because people will steal stuff and things like that Finally, my and my wife's watching this, and she's just like Uh-oh. looking at her watch. And she's yeah, just counting down the time till Nick she's loses like, his shit. She's like, I'm like, ah, this is ridiculous. She goes, Oh, here we go. And in about five minutes, I was like, Nope, and just dropped the jeans on the ground and walked out. And I, wa- I just found the first person. I was like, Go get your fucking manager, which is my new favorite thing to say. I'm like, Go get your manager. So and the people this happened recently. When I say us. this to someone, Go get your fucking manager. The last thing I want to hear after that is, Is there a problem, sir? No, I'm I'm using the fucking f word to you because I'm so overjoyed with the service in this place <laughs> that I can't fucking contain myself. Go get your fucking manager. Um, so yeah, the manager comes over. I was like, dude, it's unacceptable that I wait any longer than like fucking five minutes to put a pair of jeans on. Like, I'm like, I want to buy five pairs of jeans right now. For all you know, I only want to buy one. Um, and I can't even try them on. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, sir. We'll, we'll get a dress for you right now. I was like, no, I'm going to go someplace where they actually treat people like they're not cows that are about to be slaughtered. And so I went to a designer jean store. Is that how they treat cows that are about to be slaughtered? <laughs> well, no, you, you walk into these places and you're, fu- you're fucking cattle, right? Like everywhere. And this is a big problem I have with San Francisco right now. There's just too many fucking people here. There's too many tourists and too many bums. And to be honest, I like the bums better because at least they fucking know where they're going. Like the tourists, no idea what's going on. They're just here to buy our shit and take it back well, to the country. We're on Market Street. I mean, Market Street's a. I know. I, I should know better than to go down there because I have zero patience for people. That anymore. and Fisherman's Wharf, just stay away. I, I, have been, f- I had a friend. I had a uh, friend of mine that came up. It was a nice couple of mine that just had a kid. And they're like, "Let's go to Fisherman's Wharf." And I was like, "You got a kid with you and a dog, and you want to go try to can, go ahead? I'll see you guys in one and a half hours when you decide you give up on that and come back to my neighborhood." And sure, shit, that's what they did. Um, but yeah, any long story short, is like I ended up going to an, a slightly higher end store and walked Walmart, in, and not Target. only no, it was not Walmart or Target. The store's called AG. Sears. It's not. It's it's a actually a moderately decently priced store. But I walked in and they literally remembered me from the last time I was in there. Like, oh hey, good to see you again. How hey, that how that shirt work out? And I was like, it worked out well. That's why I'm back. That's here. that's the thing about getting what you pay for. Sometimes too is when I went into Lucky, which is a good jean place. Not like the best, but they're good jeans. Um, they the like I I had a woman help me from the moment I walked in there and she like stayed by the dressing room and like was giving me Cheryl advice and then rang me up and and stuff like that and then it's like again you get what you pay for it was totally like a fall, flawless yeah. seamless kind of thing she was very friendly it was a very good experience I had the I totally think, opposite experience of you at Levi's but so which one did you go to the one with the multiple floors or the one that's just the next to Old Navy well there are the one with multiple floors is gone oh is it that's yeah they got torn down like yeah. I think they. 
They found eight. And they tore it down, yeah. Well, yeah, so I guess we went to the same one, and I had the same experience with someone like helped me out from the beginning to end, and I usually ate that. I'm usually like, leave me the fuck alone. No, like, man. I know what the I just, I must have just gone during the wrong time, but every time I go, it must be like just peak, peak season for yeah. people that want Levi's jeans. But I guess that's my thing. Is it's like I always know exactly what I want going uh, in. So but I'm also, just like, so I just yeah, buy the same jeans over thing, and over and over. Is that you look good, so it's easier for you. Like, like, when I walk into any place, whether it's that or uh, Zimmerman's company, why can't I think of this? Men's oh, Warehouse. warehouse. Uh, when I walk Old in there. company. I know, I know, but it was just the easiest way to get How to where I needed you. to be. Point A to point B on that one. I walk in there and I'll get a salesperson come out and they always do the, can I help you? And I'll go, yeah, dress me. And they always go, what? And I'm like, I don't know. Put me in things that look good. I need to do this. I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really? And I'm like, yeah. I do that at yeah, Nordstrom's. I'm I do just it gonna there. take you shopping. You, well, that's the thing is you uh, you wore that at that Levi's store. I'm just gonna. My wife really well. and I are just gonna come with you, and we're gonna dress you. Your wife scares me. I'd prefer if she didn't come with us. She doesn't scare you. You've met her once in the nine years that I've no, been I'm, with I know. Her. I've met her three times yeah. in the nine years we've known each other. And she looks she different every, every time. single I'm time. I'm pretty sure Nick Scarpino Quick just story. hires a random <laughs> last woman. Week, last week, me and Kevin decided to go to, to the district that uh, Nick lives in to get some food because there's this place called Barney's Burgers. It's Nick's the fuck, It's the best thing in the world. So we get some burgers, hit up Nick. Nick doesn't respond to us. Of course He's not. Just he like, I'll get back to you later. You no, I was on my way to Nick doesn't respond. I was on my way to you. Exactly. So then Actually. they were walking back. You, you have near a his house. one in three chance of getting a response from Nick when you text yeah. him. Yeah. Absolutely. I've texted him so not true. Yeah, I, just, I immediately respond to you guys. You are the worst offender. I asked you eight. I was like, Greg, what's going on? with How much do these tickets cost? People can be where is you? Nothing. You even were like this. Dot, dot, dot. And then nothing. I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, so we're walking, we're like right on the block of Nick's house and we've done this walk a million times and me and Kevin are just talking. He's just like, Hey, like what are the chances we run into Nick's wife? And it's like, she's around here. She's out here somewhere. He's like, doing something to be honest here. with you, if I saw her, I'm not sure who, if, if I'd recognize her. And I'm like, yeah, she does. She like changes her hair all the time. And she's always just kind of like doing different shit. And he's just like, it's kind of like an action figure. Where there's the different, like, you know, there's Detective Donatello, yep. and then there's, like, you know, football player Donatello and all that stuff. And he's just like, all right, so we have the, you know, blonde Nick's wife. We have yep. the brunette Nick's wife. We have the I'm doing yoga, working yep. out Nick's wife. And then sure as shit, like, 30 seconds later, we see someone across the street kind of looking at us. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And then Nick, or Kevin's like... What? And then, so, like, we all talk for a second. She leaves. She's like, oh, yeah, Nick's at yoga doing stuff. I'm like, of course, Nick's at fucking yoga right now. And then we go our separate ways. Shavasana. And then, and then uh, Kevin's like, there's there's a new outfit. It's the, um, I'm, it's yoga, but I'm doing work. Like, I'm working right oh, now. Oh, she has a blazer on. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, she looked legit. <laughs> yoga pants and a blazer. <laughs> and it was just, it was so funny. It was like, did you, did she talk to you about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, She told me, she was like, oh, I saw Tim and, and Kevin. And I was like, she said something about how Kevin's girlfriend dresses him really well. She was like, I can tell. She's like, I can tell that like, Kevin's girlfriend dresses him, and I'm like, why is that? She's like, well, he's like, he looks. She so, definitely doesn't. He looks so cute. He looks like he dresses her. He, <laughs> he literally. The, what she what said do you was, dress her in, Kevin? Like, what do you mean? Like dresses? dresses. Kevin's well, got his yeah, shouting so you... matches with her. She like puts on a hat. She's like, I look so cute. And Kevin's like, take the hat off right now. <laughs> like, just I'm not going outside with you with that hat on. Just and I'm like, I'll be hat. sitting in the room. I'm like, good lord, Kevin. Oh my god. Like, can we just? I mean, they're, they're insane. To be fair, they're insane hats. But it's like, let her wear a fucking yeah, hat. Paula's got like, a, she's like an artist, man. She's got the style, like an art style. <laughs> it's true. Is it? Yeah. I don't know because my, my my wife's convinced that your girlfriend dresses you like. Uh, really? Yeah. It's interesting. You've been you've been stepping up lately. Though. I really appreciate I it. Haven't. This is literally the same stuff that I've been wearing. He came uh, in today and he sat down in that shirt and he goes, "Yeah, this is one of the mildew shirts." 
And that's a real story. Uh, that's, a, that's a polo problem. And we not have so many problem. free t-shirts. He could easily How switch you, in. You got like, lot, you, that's such a blunder. If you leave, I know you didn't do it, but she has to understand that there's a rule. Explain, the, explain what happened. Colin. All right. Well, so just so a backstory for everybody. Kevin watching. was telling, I'm assuming this is a topic. Ke- yeah, this, this will be my topic. It's fine. Kevin. No, no, it's not like that. Ke- I don't care. I mean, okay. Ke- Kevin came in today, said, made an offhanded comment to, to Greg about how he was, his shirt was mildew. The mildew shirt. And we've all been there before. We, we put yeah. something in the laundry, you forget about it. But you were saying that she left it there for like two days. That's four times longer than I would say you're supposed to. Like if, you're, if you, for instance, if you like, before you go to work, you put something in the laundry, then you put it in the dryer when you get home from work at night. I think that's probably about as long as you should leave that stuff in there. Because even if it doesn't smell yet, it's going to smell when you dry it. Mm-hmm. So f- two days worth, and you're still wearing it, which is extraordinary. You got to throw that so back. So many free shirts. You got to throw that back in. Bad. Okay. It's bad. You got to, it's, it's bad. It's not going to get the black lung. Yeah, you're going to get, exactly. th- this is exactly right. I got the black lung pop. Um, so that, I mean, I've, I've been there. I've done that. And I've tried to, and I've tried to get away with it in the past. You know? Oh yeah. You, you try to power through it. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, but you, you know, you smell, you can smell yourself. People can, other people yeah. can smell you. No, no. no. Right, no. I don't think it smells as bad as you think it smells. It's probably just your I, it's skin. It's not as bad as it was last week. But I, I mean, look at you. You got, you got, you got, you got nice skinny jeans on. You got a Henley. You look like Nathan Drake for Christ's sake. It's great. What'd you drop? What'd you drop? Some yogurt there on there? Because I, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, because that yogurt I, I, stain on, my, is... on my Sunset Overdrive shirt, I was wearing like, yesterday. I was just right eating. In the center. Yeah, I was eating yogurt on the couch playing Mega Man, and I was just like laying down and just like I dropped like a huge oh, I portion of it on my, like. A, and I just took my spoon and carved it all over my chest and ate it, and then just kept and then just kept playing the game. <laughs> I, I went out to I went like, out with my friend like last a... night, and uh, he was we were at some bar, and then this dude was so drunk, he was just singing along to the song. He was alone, and like he just knocked his uh, bottle onto him, and it was just like pouring down, like just pouring on him. And he just looked looked over at me, horrified, pulled pulled the bottle up, and just sat there, just kept singing, pretending like no one saw it. And I'm like, first off, I very clearly saw it. Second off. There is liquid just pouring on you, and you would rather try to pretend to look cool for a second than just clean it. And he didn't. He just left it there. But hey, his bottle. Hey, he powered up. through. At least, yeah. his, at least, sustained in the light. I look, Frankly, it looked like someone there was a cut, shot came on, on my yeah. chest. I mean, let me just. You got a money shot on your that's chest. That's what I thought when he came in. I was a little drunk. Playing Metal Gear. He walked in. I was like, hmm. I like, was Nick how long have you been in the PJs? <laughs> <laughs> Shot, shot so far right up my own chest. I was all contorted. Sometimes yeah, it was just it was just yogurt. But I, I was gonna say I recognize. I mean, that's either a cum shot or that's yogurt or it's salsa. Sal- Green salsa. Oh, Green from salsa. last night. No, from today. Oh, okay. Sorry. We got really excited for a minute. For well, no we reason. went out last night and we were in green salsa that he made happen. In, in true Kevin fashion, I was like, this salsa's not good. The salsa that came with chips. And he pulled fucking salsa out of nah, his No, like, he pocket. jumped up, ran over there, found the Mater D. I was like, hey, bro. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, Taco Licious. The fuck is that? It's a taco place. It's oh, a taco okay. chain, yeah. No, no, it's not great. It's fine. You though. know, it, it was. Here's the deal. It used to be really good when there was just one in the city. Yeah. Now there's like eight. And every time I get those tacos, I'm just like, why is this the the driest thing on this planet? It's like eating a fucking salt lick. You know what I mean? We're just like, ah. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> I gotta just, be. I gotta be honest. The food might be good. I, I can't judge it. Awful name. Just throwing out delicious? there. Awful name. I like the name. Why is it awful? The only thing I think is awful is that I feel like people might not be able to spell it yep. when they're putting it into Google Maps. The whole licious thing, I don't like it. It was ruined by a show Fergalicious. called Jersey Licious, which was about mm-hmm. hairdressers in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was a reality yeah. show. I remember this show. Mm-hmm. So now that that's ruined for me forever. You see. Even though the girls were kind of hot and in their own kind of way, mm-hmm. and their own very 
tan. Jersey-licious way. Yeah, yeah Jersey-licious way. Mm-hmm. They're Italian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very Italian. They, they certainly are. There's, some, there's just something about Italian women. Oh, yeah. And I think that that something is that you know it's no matter what. Don't shake your head at me. Remember, he's, he's Italian. Wherever Don't this shake is your head going, he's Italian. You know, no matter what, you're in for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're in for it. Yeah. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be for a week. But at some point, that's going to explode on you. I know, just like my yogurt on my chest. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to just explode all over your chest, and you're going to you're gonna have to deal with it. You're going to have to go buy new shirts. I know, exactly. See, the problem with the yogurt, though, specifically was... I, ha- I I shove as many like mixed nuts into the yogurt as possible, as you know. And I had a bunch of I just have whole walnuts that are just way too big. Like I can't fit any of them in there. So like they're like <laughs> so they're like they're like dripping over the side, and the, the walnut was at the center of the yogurt. You're on the, the walnut kick right now. Oh yeah. my god, I love walnuts. It's like good omega threes in those walnuts. I'm trying to those yeah. I'm just trying acids. to I'm trying to 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 eat more walnuts. I think that, that I just really enjoy them. They're just really expensive. I just bought a pound of walnuts for like ten bucks today. You know, cracked. They're good for you. Just you know, moderation. You be careful. They're caloric, highly caloric, but they got the good fats. Yeah, the good fats. Well, I'm eating a lot of good fats right now with my. I put a whole avocado on my salad and a bunch of walnuts. Good for and you, just, man. And just lettuce and just eat it. Cleaning out those arteries. I need it's to. I, I can't imagine what what my arteries look like. What, especially cottage cheese is going on in there. Especially because tonight, like I'm if you make... take Kevin's pants and roll them into a tube and then look at them, that's probably what your arteries look T- like. Right tonight, now. what's what I'm going to make for dinner tonight? Tell me what tonight. you think of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take two tortillas. Yeah. I'm going to put a bunch of cheese on them. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, sounds good. And then I'm going to take six eggs. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me it like a, like a waiter would? Oh, uh, the eggs are uh, farm fresh from <laughs> uh, a chicken in Napa. Uh, the chicken's name is Fred. Uh, the papers are right here for Fred. Uh, the tortillas are made at a local tortilla shop. Uh, the cheese comes from a dairy over in Sonoma Valley. Um, so I'm going to take six eggs. Right. All over easy. Three on each tortilla. tortilla. Mm-hmm. And then wrap, like, crush the yolk and wrap them really quickly. Mm-hmm. So that it's all just... And then, oh, by the way, on the tortillas, mayonnaise and ketchup as well. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. I assume you can just assume you can leave that off because my assumption is there's always mayonnaise and ketchup on anything you, you do. Oh my god. Unless it's great... a, unless it's pasta. In which no, case no, it's no, just no, gravy. No, no, no. You can't I'm very pure with pasta. pasta. I'm very pure with my pasta. Um yeah, I respect that, but you know, you, I mean, you're doing good though, because like the every time I see you eat, dinner's fine, that's your thing, that's cool. Like my thing, I was like I like to do like kind of a carby breakfast, but good for you, man. You, do you feel better? I do feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Clarity well, of thought, you have your brain working better? Yeah, how's your ball? How are your balls working? They're working better. Balls are going. You look at my shirt. You got that ham. Um, but uh, eight times the pressure in those things now. <laughs> it's by eating so well. It's a shotgun blast. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. It's good. I'm just, I'm just trying to just, just, just I'm just trying. I'm not even really doing it to lose weight because I think I found a pretty good medium for my weight. I'm sure. I'm, I'm 175 now, which is way below what I was. I was like 200 of my heaviest. So, um, I'm just trying to eat vegetables. Like I just like you, not because I'm trying to lose weight or whatever, but I'm just like I feel like the natural condition of the human is to eat, eat vegetables, green things. <laughs> it is, and I feel like my body's just like you got to do something. But I mean, the salad's not. I just got a bunch of leafy greens, and then I just put like an, like some onion in it because I love onion, and mm-hmm. then just a whole avocado and a bunch of walnuts and just Italian dressing. I just mix it up and eat it. It's fine. It's good. It's right. good salad for you. I decided to lose 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. How's it going? I decided to do that. I mean, like I literally just decided to like, like right in this now. conversation. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't think we'll you need figure to it out. Dump the soda out. Not doing it yet, but so I I told you this before, and you way. know this because you've done it. Yeah. All you need to do is stop drinking change. that soda. I will change. That's all you got to do. I will do that. You're not going to change. I'm going to do it. I that's will. literally bit, that's the time. only bad. This is a limited time offer. That is the only bad thing you consume. Everything no, that's else not true. But well, this is the worst thing. 
but no, because but, of the quantity. But, okay, so, but what I've noticed about you is that you eat poorly mm-hmm. you, in that you eat food that is not necessarily – is high in calorie, low in nu- nutrients, but you don't eat a lot of it. So, like, when I see you eat, like, big burritos or, like, Pan Express, you don't eat the whole thing. You'll, you'll pick at it. You'll eat, like, some of it, and then you don't have that completion thing that I have in my brain where I'm mm-hmm. like, this there's still food there, so I'm clearly not done. Yeah. Like, I'm super fucking – no? I mean, I'll eat it. I, I eat a lot. I just don't eat that much that often. Right. So it's like I only have two meals a day. If you ate four meals a day, really small meals, and you ditched the Coke, you, yeah. you would shed weight. So I think I'm going to do that. You would shed it. It's going to be great. You got to eat breakfast, though. I know you hate eating breakfast. No, I, I hate eating breakfast, too. But you I should get up and have a little something, something little protein, something. just a pure protein, like a couple eggs or something like that, just to get your, just to get your body started. It's important. Or mm-hmm. some yogurt, like Greg eats the yogurt every day. It's good in protein. It's good fats. Love yogurt. Um, Permeates the house. It's great. Uh... Well, I like when he does this. Oh, the noise? Like that. Mixing up. The yogurt noises. Um, I, I was eating fruit for a few a couple days. Or a couple weeks, rather. Uh, it, uh, no, not a couple days, but a couple weeks. But what I realized was I'm just not I'm just not that into it. You know, like, I'm eating. I'm not even hungry, and I'm eating this shit. You know, and so that's why I was like, I'm like, I'm just, uh, I just, I'm, I'm like, maybe I'll, I'll buy some bananas and eat them. But I'm not, you know. Yeah. I it's love too, bananas. Well, you, the berries for you, though, are good, though, because they oh, got those great. really good antioxidants. And they're good for weight loss. They're great for weight loss. And you can eat them in the beginning of the day, or you can, if you want a snack at the end of the day, is like, if you want, if you crave something sugary, you just do a little bowl of berries and you're good to go. It gets worse for me as the day goes on, though. Like, I'm not hungry during the day, mm-hmm. really. I'm not hungry in the morning. I eat the salad. I'm like hungry right now, but we've been kind of going for a while. But like mm-hmm. the wor- the further in the day I get, the worse it gets. Where I'm like, all right, where's the mayonnaise? Where's the beef? Where's the bacon? Yeah, you got to do. Like, and then and then it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm just shoving shit down my throat. You know, my personal trainer Courtney lives over in New Zealand. You guys have met him a couple times. No, sure. you haven't, but he, sure. you know, he remotely trains me. Sure. And by that, I mean he checks in on me and goes, "Have you hurt yourself yet?" And I go, "Yes." And he goes, "Okay, well, don't do that again." But he recommends eating a lot of protein throughout the day, small amounts That's of protein because that'll regulate. Your appetite. Today you had that sad ass meal of yeah, that, turkey. Here's sliced my turkey, problem though: is, lunch meat turkey mm-hmm, with a little bit of mayonnaise mm-hmm. on it, and then two hard boiled eggs. Bad, uh, the, that was not a great meal, and that's not a good example of what you're supposed to be doing. Here's why: because if you eat too much protein, it messes with your stomach. That's why I was immediately in the bathroom after for like an hour and a half. And you guys were like, "Are you are you okay in there?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not." That's kind that of how that Thanks, conversation Courtney. went. I think it went a little bit more. Hey Nick, what's your topic for the show? And you're going, "Hey." Who's getting Subway? I want Subway. Just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I couldn't about? understand what the fuck And then call like, everyone stopped screaming. And it was just like, good lord. Because here's what I heard. Henrik, Subway. I was like, I want Subway. <laughs> if you guys are getting Subway, I want Subway. Subway is so bad, man. It's I used to really tolerate. When I, when I was, when we were really poor, when we first started working at IGN, we were in Brisbane, and yeah. there was that, that Subway over there. I used to really go, go all in on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It was, cause you, could, you, could eat, you could eat lunch there every day for a week Five and just spend 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good deal. But I don't like that Subway. Subway sucks. No, yeah. It really does. At the end of the day, it's really bad. Like, especially because there's great chains like Quiznos and stuff like that that I think like, would just do it way better. I'll tell you that. And again, you get what you pay for. It's Full true. circle. But there's sometimes I crave like an Italian BMT sandwich from Subway. I don't know why. I just crave it. I know the bread's not that great. The meat's not that great. It's just a combination of like... All of those kind of faux meat slash cheeses. You know how they put them on there and everything's like the exact same size and perfect imprint. You're like, that can't be fucking real. That's not a real food. Well, that was the thing, right? Lately, they put out something that like all, yeah, it's all turkey or something like that. Is it? It's I don't I don't know. That's 
something I it's read. It's all turkey. <laughs> no, that'd that be great. Thing. I'm like, turkey's good their for Italian, you. Their Italian sandwich was supposed to be all these different meats, but it was just one meat. Really? <laughs> I don't, I mean, like, that's like totally something I read in passing. I'd I don't know. Google. I don't believe that that's I don't true. know about I don't that. Believe that. It's all turkey. I would be mystified if they chose turkey, one of the most expensive meats to put as their product. I would think it would oh, probably be chicken, like really crappy chicken. But I don't know. I feel, like, I, I feel like Subway, The what, my one problem with Subway as a fan of mayonnaise is I always felt they were ju- judging me. Because I'd be like, uh, you know, I want this, this, this. And, uh, can you put a lot of mayonnaise on it? And they do, and they think that's a lot of mayonnaise. And I'm like, that's like, not a lot of mayonnaise. mayonnaise. And then they put, like, more on it. And they're like, and they look at me, and I'm like, that's still not an adequate <laughs> amount of mayonnaise. Yeah, but I mean, I feel yeah, like they're gonna judge going to judge If you have to ask to do more of anything, you're going to get the look of, like, Shit. Well, I feel right. like it's not a look of judgment. I feel like it's a look of liability. They're like, uh, I don't know if we're allowed to give you this much. <laughs> they, give wa- they give me a waiver. Uh, sir, can you sign this piece of paper? And you're like, yes, I will get artery. Uh, my artery is clogged. Uh, Subway, yeah. Subway had all that shit come out too about their bread, how they were putting like like some sort of polymer in their bread to make it shiny. Did you guys hear about yeah, that? Yeah, it was like they fixed that. I don't know if it was plastic or something, but it was it was a total an ingredient that didn't supposedly didn't hurt you, but made it shiny, stuff like that. So they fixed that. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not a nutritionist, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. But I see you eating salads and berries and all that stuff, and it looks really, really. I mean, I can, I can tell the difference. Thanks. You're, I'm just trying to moderate, you know, moderate my my body and just good. take a little bit big, better care of myself because it's a, it, this all comes full circle back to the clothing thing. You, you, you. I blow up like a balloon. I don't fit in any of these clothes anymore. Yeah, no, that's you know? a problem. And I went to, uh, I went to have uh, to try on jeans, and I was like, oh, this is not. Bad. I've been try, I've been trying lately to go to the gym a lot more. But I keep having these like amazing stints of two weeks where I'm like, I'll work out, I'll go to yoga, I'll feel good. And then I'll just be at home with my wife and she'll she'll look at me and I'm like, yes, I do want goldfish. And then I'll just go get one of those giant bags of goldfish and eat the shit out of them like I did Saturday night. And then lately, for some reason, I've been on to the uh, seaweed chips. Oh, you had these things? Fuck. That sounds awful. Why. Are they good or are they bad? They're really good. Yeah. I don't believe it. I eat a whole package of them every single time. Just, 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 I'm a just night snacker. little seaweed? Yeah. I love that shit. I'm a night snacker, man. That's just uh, what I like. If I'm sitting down watching a movie or a documentary or any show and it's past 8 o'clock, I want there to be a snack in my hand. Yeah, I'm not Gotta a big snack it. guy. Just don't do it. I'm a fan of warm drinks. Warm drink. Oh, you like like you like those sugary lattes. I like lattes. Yeah, you can't drink like those things mochas. anymore. I know. Yeah, that's my thing. I, I just need terrible. to stop soda and stop Starbucks. That isn't just coffee. If you just went to Starbucks and all you drank was black coffee, my my things now you'd be, be super dehydrated. But you'd be water, water and coffee. That's it. <laughs> that's all I do. Yeah, yeah. I had to, uh, as a treat. I'll give myself a diet coke every once in a while, just because I'm trying to. Uh, rid my body of aspartame. Like last night, I had like three diet cokes because we had, went to that place that had yeah. a minimum, and I was like, "Well, I guess I have to have a couple diet cokes." Six dollars, those diet cokes at each. the comedy clubs. Six dollars. No, each. Yeah, the cokes because no. they had a drink minimum. They had a minimum in the club. We went and saw Kevin Smith last night at Cobb's Comedy do, Club. Nice do. venue. Don't get me wrong, but they were like, "We have a two drink minimum." I was like, "Can I get diet cokes?" And they're like, "Sure," but they're six dollars a piece, and I'm like, "Motherfuck!" The cold cut combo. Mm-hmm. Can't decide which meat you want? Get them all. The cold cut combo is stacked with turkey-based meats, ham, salami, and bologna. It's topped with crisp vegetables and served with them. I think they're saying the other, they're ham, all turkey. Salami, salami and bologna? There was a... Uh, and they're all turkey-based. But none of those... That's How do they get away with that? <laughs> it's on It's It's on their stuff. Like, that's Where's the like pig a, at? <laughs> it's probably better for you. I don't know how they... Uh, why. Who cares? Sure. I used they're to get. Sending, to, they're sending me a fucking false bill get? of goods here. I think I used to get like a turkey pepperoni or something like that. It was like faux pepperoni that was made of turkey. That makes sense now because it's like it's just really dry, but it was good. Turkey is so dry. It's it's absurd. It's That's why no I'm fat. not a huge. I like Thanksgiving, but it's everything but the turkey that I like. 
That's like, the just give me everything. You get a dry turkey, it's all over. Oh, my it's God. It's all fucked. That's where the ketchup comes into play. That's a, the problem I'm is, turkey. though, yeah. turkey's, turkey's not just gravy. Anything. No, no, not gravy. Ketchup. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, ketchup. I put ketchup on turkey? Oh, yeah. Did we just have this discussion? Did I just miss Greg say that exact same thing? That's wild to me, man. That's a good idea. Oh, ketchup on turkey is great. Uh, man, well, sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, I think I'd What'd get you, punched in the face if I brought mayonnaise to the table. For a, like, really? and I was just like, I was just dollop it in front of my family. Be like, what are you doing? My mayonnaise. I've always loved mayonnaise, but my like my overboard mayonnaise obsession only began when I was in college and could buy and my own mayonnaise. You mm. You're like, you and just, I was like, I was just take that jar home with you, and you're like, you're mine. I used like to go you to, look at like a serial killer, and that thing's never fucking seen the light of day ever again. I used to go to Shaw's and buy like, which is a supermarket chain in New England, and, and buy. Uh, just a big thing of mayonnaise. It's like every week, like a thing of mayonnaise, a pound of pepper turkey, a pound of roast beef, a pound of American cheese, and like two loaves of Wonder Bread. And that's like all I'd eat. That sounds great. It was awesome. It was cheap, and that's you know I'd rather spend my money on you know beer or something like that than than food. So yeah. it was just that would just feed me like you know. I'll be honest. My there was a while where I stopped eating mayonnaise because it's it's pretty. It's awful for you. It's, it's pretty really bad, bad for you. Yeah, it's there's really not bad. really any nutritional value to it, really. But lately, I've just been like, I just want to put a little mayonnaise on something. Yeah, man, mayonnaise Colin's, is fucking. Colin's rubbing off on you. You are actually because I'm like, I have this like I have this because I'll buy this like low sodium, no nitrate turkey from Trader Joe's. It's good, but it's just not very salty. Right. And I'm like, you got some, some taste salt. to this. Yeah. And lately, like, my wife caught me the other day. I was eating it, and I was like, I do have a jar of mayonnaise, and instead of. Taking the mayonnaise out and putting oh. it on the thing, I just started rolling up the turkey and just dipping it into the Dude, into the jar. I mean, we've spoken many eating. times about how much I like to dip things into other things, and mayonnaise I think is like one of the, the best. Like French fries, I love it when they give you that little thing of mayonnaise. I wish it was bigger. Oh yeah, but you know, some little white yeah, yeah. thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, just that's just amazing. You start dipping them in there, you're and you run out, and you're like, oh, can I get some more? And they're like, all right, for money you will. If you didn't know, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather around this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You can get the show early by tossing us a few bucks. But if you don't have any bucks to toss us, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny where we post it topic by topic, day by day, until we post the entire show on Friday for free as a video and MP3. Tim. Yes. You were the second topic. Second topic of the day is Snapchat. So here's the deal, guys. I figured it out. Oh, you did finally. Because this is only none of us knew what Snapchat was so or how to use it. Here's the biggest thing. Still don't. I say I figured it out. Didn't. That's what I figured out. You can't figure it out. It doesn't make sense. Nobody understands how Snapchat works. But that is how you know how to use Snapchat. Is when you realize this more than anyone else. Because then you can just say you do. Then everyone fucking believes you. Gotcha. It's this magical trick that see, people play. See, I, I'm torn on this whole Snapchat thing because part of me, of course, has a huge ego and just wants to be big um, so that I can destroy you all. The other part of me thinks that I've been through that revolution where, like, all of a sudden people were selling things that didn't weren't necessarily backed up by hard analytics, and it never leads to something good, you know? Where, like, people are making a lot of money on Snapchat right now, right? But there's no way to track that that engagement and so you don't really know as a brand if you're actually doing anything if that money you're spending is doing anything and that's what used to happen like i've seen that happen at um you or you hear that happen rather like websites for instance we're like oh we're we doing this this and this you're like that i don't think you're tracking those views correctly it's like doesn't matter we're charging millions of dollars for it you're like what the fuck all right um i it just worries me that a piece of tech like that 
is out there and being monetized. Because like Twitter, for instance, you can see how many followers you have. There are actual metrics. You can see how many people retweet your stuff. You can see how many people are being driven from Twitter to the various links that you're sending them out to so you can actually judge social engagement. Whereas with Snapchat, people – I mean people are like, oh, you got to be big on Snapchat. You're like, what does that mean? There's well, no – so here's the thing. This is what I figured there's out. There's no way. There is. Okay. There is just the right amount of analytics to make all this make sense. Now, for the people out there that don't know what the hell we're all talking about here, this is all we're talking about like being able to monetize this. Oh, wow, Greg's 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 getting on Snapchat. I already Jill. Snapchat. No, this oh. is kind of funny. Vids, kind of funny. Vids has been on Snapchat, been Snapchat in pretty big for a while. Oh, okay. So don't worry about it. Yeah, see, there. I mean, again, kind of funny. Vids, one of the biggest Snapchat exactly. accounts in the world. Oh, it's huge. I don't know if Actually, you know that. But... It goes the Rock. And then kind of funny vids. Yeah. And then the rest of the WWE. We have two friends. Har- <laughs> the rest we have Harley <laughs> Plays and Team Snapchat. That's all you need. That's I all mean, we that's, need. That's great. So what's interesting about Snapchat is the fact that publicly you don't see all the numbers and the stats and the analytics and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so to people like us that have been doing the social media thing for a while, we're like, this is, I need numbers. I, I need numbers. I don't understand this, whatever. But you need to throw all that out the window. Mm-hmm. The reason that I'm under, like jumping on the Snapchat thing now, which granted, I'm late, but... I'm early compared to most of the other motherfuckers like like us doing yeah. this shit because they're all like, I don't get it. I haven't been out with my friends or my friend's friends or my girlfriend's friends or whatever in like months without constantly whenever I look over, they're on Snapchat. Like this is what people are using now. And it's one of those things where we're on Twitter, we're doing Instagram, we're doing all that stuff, but it's like the people are on Snapchat. This is the people's platform. Yeah. So it's like, we got to go where they are. You know what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. leaving what else we're doing, but it's like seeing how engaged they are and they actually are engaged in what they're doing and they're constantly doing it and using it as a messaging app mm-hmm. to their friends. And that's, I think, the power of it. It's like Facebook where you, you get your friends involved in it. Twitter is a little bit more like you have conversations. Right, but so that's, so that's what that's what gets me this. So what you're basically saying is this is more of a uh, an app for one-to-one relationships or small group relationships, right? Yes. Like, there's, this is not a, an app for a business, to, like we are, to market to an it. audience. But they've now changed that. So I don't know when this happened. I'm coming in way late, and I've gotten an education from the youth. Oh. I went to them. The two youths. I've, uh, we need to just hire for, a bunch of 10-year-olds to run this company. And that's pretty much what's happening. So I talked to all of them, all of the 10-year-olds. I, I conducted surveys, mm-hmm. and I figured stuff out. And I was like, I asked all of them, how do you use Snapchat? And they all told me. And I took all that information and I tried to figure it all out to try to make it make sense. Of course. Everyone uses it differently. Mm-hmm. But the thing is they all use it the same in some key ways. And what it comes down to, I'm going to educate you guys here. Thank you. Please right? let everyone out there know how to so, use Snapchat. Because I want them all to know how to use Snapchat. Because I'm sure a lot of you are questioning. And I've seen a lot of people tweeting at me like, Because you cracked Instagram you a long time shit? ago. You helped Nick understand it. Exactly. If you want to know how to use Instagram, tweet at Tim Geddes mm-hmm. and ask him how to use Instagram. He won't tell any of us. Yeah, but he but might I'll tell, tell you. <laughs> especially Snapchat. I'm telling you all right now. So the, what it comes down to, the core thing of it is it's a messaging app. You can snap at people. Just take a picture. What a snap is, it's either it's a video that's up to 10 seconds long or a picture. Both of them, they have to be vertical. So it's a you know 16 by 9 aspect ratio. It's 9 by 16. Dumb. They're getting crazy. But what makes it interesting is there's all types of filters and shit you can use on it, just like any other photo app. But this one has geolocation yeah. filters. So depending on where you're at, it has custom filters for where you're at. So you can like show off to your friends, like, oh, cool, look, I'm in Golden Gate Park, or I'm freaking doing whatever the hell. Whatever. That doesn't matter. But these Not kids. Not telling me yet. No, I, no, 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 no. The kids love it. The kids okay. love it. Yeah. That's for them to message back and forth to each other. I have no interest in that. 
Cool. People message me, and I once in a while I look at it and reply and stuff. But there's another thing called stories. Yeah, stories is where things get real interesting. And by interesting, I mean then it just functions like anything we normally do. Okay, you post it, people see it. Right. You can have twenty your stories. As you're doing this. Your story is Taking... up to twenty four hours. Yeah. So everything you post within twenty four hours stays on your story. Sure. And then it, it eventually just goes away. You can see the numbers of how many people are looking at your stories. So the only analytics we don't get that I wish we got was how many people are following us or are friends with us. Sure. You can see all the people that do follow you, but there's no number. Gotcha. So, so you have to count I can, them. You I count, count them one by one. Yeah. But I mean, I'm so big on Snapchat that I wouldn't be able to Oh, do no, that. it's impossible. Yeah. So that's that's the big deal. Gotcha. If you want to you know, join the army and make it even bigger, follow me on Snapchat. Kind of funny vids. Yeah, and, and kind of funny vids. So you do that, right? But the thing is, the stories, they're actually fun when you look at them in the day because at the end of the day, if you watch it, if people are posting four or five, six times a day, you get to kind of see what their day looked like. And what I like about Snapchat is you don't need to put as much thought into it as the Instagram post or the Twitter post. It's not supposed to be clever. I like to try to make them clever every once in a while because I'm that type of guy. Yeah. But it's just kind of like watching things happen. So earlier today, Kevin was asleep on the floor. Yeah. We, you Snapchat that. I did. You I snapped it. it. I they that. call it Snap? They call it Snapchat? I don't know about the SC? that. Yes, see it. The, the ten-year-olds haven't told me that. They haven't told me. It's it. not snitching this snip right shit. now. This is what's no. happening. This is being Snapchatted. So we, you got to no, figure all that stuff out. But there's the uh, um, the my stories, story. right? And then you start following other people's stories, and it gets in, addicting. I've been checking my Snapchat constantly, just following my friends, seeing what they're up to, and all that. stuff. So you can follow people. Yes. Okay. So that's where the stories come into play. Because you follow so people, how do you I follow you stories. right now? I'm going to follow you right now. You can search by username and type in Tim Gettys. Okay. Now, there's another thing you do. There's this weird little ghost thing yeah. with the QR code. Yeah. If you screenshot that QR code, you can automatically follow the people. You can send. I, we can tweet that out, right? Yes. You tweet out your little your little thing, and they do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun. To, you know, there's this whole like virtual reality thing to it. And it's cool. Can you have virtual sex in it? Of course. Yes. And so that's when the messaging comes in. You go back to that, Nick. Oh, that's, when, that's when. So, like, you send, I screen cap that. Yes. And if I tweet that out, people can just. They screen cap it. What do they do? They'll just. If they screen, uh, download the picture or whatever, or screen cap it, you can just add. There's a thing that says add by QR code or whatever. And you can just. Mm. It automatically adds. Are you just Tim Gettys? Is yes. that what you are? Yes. Kind of funny vids has a score three. What does that mean? So, the score, that's where things get really interesting. It you makes, said it is, it's gotten really interesting four times or something. The score means absolutely nothing. Okay. I don't understand it. Now, here's the thing. To be fair, guys, honestly, I don't get this. I don't get this at no, all. Shush, None of this makes you're sense. An you're an expert. But this number thing, this yeah. number, the score, I think that's the amount of people that have sent you Snapchats. Oh. So as far as I'm concerned, that number means nothing. Like, who cares? Right? Yeah. No, I'm with you. So that's dumb. That number's dumb. What? Kevin's got something? Kevin's chiming in? Kind of funny vids. You're stupid. Just letting you know. It's officially stupid. Kevin is stupid. But um, now, there's another level to this that is my personal favorite thing about yeah. Snapchat and what I actually have been using the app a lot to uh, engage with myself in terms of content that I like. There's this thing called the Discover tab. The Discover tab is a bunch of brands. There's only like 12 brands at a time. And they're always like the top brands in the whatever given sector they're in. So BuzzFeed's yeah, one I've of seen them. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, ESPN's one of them, whatever. Cosmo Magazine's one of them. And every day, there's 10 new snaps that you can go through. And it's custom content that's premium made just for Snapchat that you can watch there. And all it is is just like, it's essentially animated headlines and thumbnails. Okay. So it's awesome. You can kind of just skip through it real fast. Some of them have like videos that can play um, that are up to a minute long. God, 
So there's a lot going on. And there's BuzzFeed's more. killing it. BuzzFeed is, it's, it, here's what BuzzFeed is. BuzzFeed's like the junk food of the internet, right? You're just like, I don't need any of this, but it's fun while it's lasting. This guy, there's an article I'm reading right now called, A Man is Creating Miniature Art for Every Day of the Year, and it's amazing. And you know what? It is amazing. Yeah. God damn it, BuzzFeed, you got it. They me. got it. They got it. <laughs> so, I mean, this um, this is cool to me, though, because then this is just for sheer entertainment, right? Like, that, I'm, that's just, what I'm, I'm saying. just blading through BuzzFeed. But then, do they have to make this every day? Yes. So, they have to make 18. There's somebody who's just Snapchatting. So, well, the people that are on the Discover tab, like, that is such a lucrative position. Like, you're not going to get there unless you're making real, real deals, right? They probably have teams what, working Kevin, strictly what you on out? Snapchat. You motherfucker. Oh, interesting. Did you see you the one I just Ego. Put it says you suck. It says Kevin sucks, and it's a photo of you, and I put little feet on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> so they just, they just added a new feature where you can put emojis on your Snapchat, so you can kind of like so how put I... emoji faces over Nick's face and do all this stuff. Yeah, I did a few of stuff. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And then also, the, the oldest thing for Snapchat is that you can draw on your pictures. So that's when things get real fun. A couple days ago, there was a picture of Kevin. I drew a dick on it, and nice. that's great. Um, it people loved it. But how do I follow these people? You just search for them and then you add as a friend. This sounds oh, like this. Like I gotta be honest feed. with you. This sounds like the stupidest fucking thing. I was just I was just reading about about them because I want I want to know more about them as a company. And it, this 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 I, it's huge. It's it's huge. I mean, their, their numbers are huge. They make no money. They have which is every fucking company in Silicon Valley. They have through Series C funding, so they've gotten funding like four times at this point uh, rounds of funding. So they have money. Doesn't seem like they're making any profit. Uh, doesn't seem like this can be have any profit. Um, really fucking fun. <laughs> no, it's stupid. I don't it's, like it. No, at this all. is this is. Ad, I mean, stuff? no Snapchat. I don't. I've tried before to get on the train, and I just can't do it. Yeah, it my, my answer, stupid and fleeting. My answer to Snapchat is no. Like, Colin, to no, be fair, let's, your let's, answer to everything is that's no. that's not true at all. There are social networks with utility, and those are the ones that last. Right? Facebook true. has been around for twelve years, which is which is ancient, and it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. You know, Instagram is relevant only because it's it's obviously its own thing, but also Facebook owns it, so it's not going anywhere. Twitter is going to probably truncate at some point. Their their stock is in the toilet, but Twitter has utility. Twitter, out of all of them, has the most utility. And so I think that that's why it's useful. At some point, like, what's funny about all of these different things, whether it's Vines, which are kind of, you know, or, or Periscope, or all these things that are either tangentially or intimately related to another social network, or something like Snapchat, which is just, like, fucking nonsense, but something that could theoretically be done on something that already exists, is, like, there's all of these existing platforms that that already are dominating and they should try to fold each other in so that there's more there's more utility like this sounds fucking stupid so, but no, no, see, no until tim just described it to me i would have agreed with you but now i kind of get it not not from the personal standpoint but from the story standpoint i can understand like from a place like buzzfeed where you're just basically taking your content and you're just delivering it to the audience in a different manner like if you go through buzzfeed it's pretty cool it's just a, it's each article but it's done at a vertical scale and you can just sort of you're basically looking through top stories well that's that's so those aren't stories those are the that's the discover tab right and the, the discover tab i mean that's just like premium content like you'd be searching on anything sure but for you i just looked for yours and i was like oh i get it it's I just seeing what Tim's doing today. Yeah, and it's pictures and fun, and it's for the sheer entertainment. And so, what you're it. saying about like why don't we just fold this into something else? I mean, I totally get you. I mean, I'm right there with you, and like I agree that like this is dumb. But the difference is people are engaging with it, and like people like dumb things. No, I, I know they do, but I just and and, and it's such a curmudgeonly, you know, predictably for me thing to say. But it's just like we like we need like Greg's just been on his phone the entire segment messing around with this thing. It's like do we need more examples of yeah. people like just needing to be on their phone all the time. Like put your fucking no, phones down. We don't need that. And, and like 
like to me it's just like i i think twitter when i sell people on twitter i still think twitter is exceptional in in what it is because it, they're gonna have a hard they're still having a hard time monetizing it and who knows what the company's gonna look like i, I assume that they're gonna be sold at some point but you know it's a news feed it is what you want it to be and everyone's like oh i like instagram and i'm like you can put a picture on twitter and people are like and people are like oh i like you know vine or and i'm like you could put video on twitter like like all of this stuff can already be done Right. You know, and yeah, we're already think, there. Well, so, and it's just like, what the, is the, the, the point? They're not already there, though. And that's the thing. I saw some stat about Twitter where it's like um, there was a survey of like hella adult males. And there's something like 90 percent of them are on Facebook and like 13 percent are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not there. You know, I'm saying we as social as media cons- consumers, I, I would assume most of our people are on one of these networks or whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just don't understand, like, I feel like there's too much, I guess what it comes down to is this, there's way too much vanity in all this shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. people are just fucking obsessed with themselves, and I'm sick of it. I really am. Like, I'm so fucking sick of it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's Whoa. not It's not all, like, it just bothers me so much that, like, none of these things have utility, like, none of them are useful, it's just a way for you to be about yourself. That's it, mm-hmm. you know? And interact with other people that are about themselves. Like, I like Twitter because it's like, oh, I'm thinking this, and here's a picture, and oh, I look at my thing, and Politico said this, and the New York Times says this, and all these kinds of... At least it's, it's useful, and it's enlightening, you know? It can be as enlightening or not as enlightening as you want it to be, so but there's, there's a possibility. Things. I don't know how you how how valuable a, well, a, like a, a you, picture or a 10-second video... And that's but the look thing. at the Discover tab. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it is that, but it's curated that, and it's like really, like, well-presented information. Yeah, but I feel like that's shoving a square peg in a round hole you know what i mean like i feel like looking at this like the fact that everything disappears is just showing you that yeah, that's weird and it doesn't that's matter. really weird to me too because i remember when we were in, in atlanta someone recorded a video for, of me on this for their friend and i'm like oh you should send it to me later he's like oh it gets deleted after 24 hours i'm like yeah. what the fuck is the point of this and so, so like, that's I, all <laughs> stupid but that's why they're so engaged and here's the thing i'm seeing a lot is like i put stuff out on other stuff and i, I know the numbers that i get i put stuff out there the numbers are like five times as much and that's just because the people are like they want to see it, and they they're finding a reason to come back every day and see what's going on and and look at it. And I, it's entertainment at the end of the day. These people are being entertained. I'm being entertained looking at the sure. stuff, you know. And it's this like, ESPN, I'm on the Discover for ESPN. It's actually pretty sweet. Like you know what I mean? Just the Discover tab is dope. That's actually something that I'm not I mean, going to highlight. So here's the reason I su- I'm starting to support Snapchat right. is one day Discover is going to be for everybody. One day I'm going to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna be an Maybe, option that people can do. They, I guarantee they you, they're gonna make profiles. Gonna... I mean, these companies have to be it. paying to be in the Discover tab. I have to imagine because there's no ads being run that I'm seeing. It's just so. It's so. This society is getting boiled down into so, smaller like, and smaller bits and the smaller and smaller piece of information. It's just infuriating. Like we've gotten point. to the point where we're just looking at Greg going through the ESPN stuff. Like we can't even sit down and watch a fucking full highlight anymore. You know, now we just need like this one home run, and that's it. And that's the new, that's the news of the day is the home run in the in the game, yeah, the nine I mean, inning game. Well, like I, I don't know, man. It's just I'm frustrated for two different reasons about this. Is is one like there's too many of these things. They can't all survive. That's my big problem. Is and like way too much shit. And I was reading on I was just, when I was on my phone, I was just reading about them about their valuation. They're valued between ten and twenty billion dollars. In what fucking universe? You know, is is this thing worth ten to twenty billion dollars? This is why everyone looks at Silicon Valley sometimes and they're like, is anyone making anything? Like, does anyone have anything you can hold and touch, you know? Like, even when Apple is, is going down and, 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 I mean, they're fine, but, like, their, their stock today, like, really took a huge tumble. Uh, 
Twitter, which is a ubiquitous platform that people respect, is going down. Facebook obviously got fucking pummeled when their IPO came out. And like these are real companies, mm-hmm. you know, that like have existed for a long time. And I just look at these new companies coming up and I'm like, the reason Uber is so fascinating and Uber is the ultimate unicorn company because it's worth $50 billion and it's still private is that that's a service. They're not going anywhere. You know, they're going to yeah. take over. They're going to have their own autonomous cars one day and stuff like that. And then I look at something like Snapchat worth between one fifth and two fifths as much as Uber. And that's it. It, yeah, it's pictures and videos that are deleted after 24 hours. Yeah, it's but that, the people it's that, that there's audience. Yeah, though, the man. targeted demographic is engaging uh, with constantly. Here's, here's the you have to think about this though. It's like it's essentially, and this is what I see more and more of. Right, where five years ago I used to see everyone looking at their phone, and I'd be like, they're probably playing a game. Snake. Right, they're playing. No, I was gonna say like Words with Friends or something like that. Right, where like Snake. they're playing an app, they're playing a game on their on their phone. That's just to waste time. Right, it's the entertainment value of it. Now people, I think, have transitioned over to the Snapchats of this isn't necessarily where they're getting their news from. It's just fun. It's just it's just a a distraction while I'm waiting in line at Starbucks, and that's but that's I, the scarier thing the, for me. The is thing that, for me is I feel like I have enough of the distractions. Yeah, but you are also a 35 year old man. Sure, very true. Um, I'm ingrained with Twitter. I like Instagram. Fine. You like yeah. You like you like all those things. You like to be able to to message. This is a very, from what I can glean, kind of more of a passive experience where you're just kind of following people. It's similar to Facebook, right? Where you're going down your Facebook feed and just seeing what's going on in your friends' lives. Um, I, I kind of get it now. But it's not, I, th- I mean, it's like any other social media. You can use it for information. Are you going to try to oh. use it now? Yeah, I think I'm going to try to use it now. I mean, no, so the key I, what's to, crazy is I just have, I would not recommend you guys using it. And I, I say hey, that. Fuck you, man. Yeah, do you want to be all potentially. Big. Fuck you. No, no, no. Tim wants to be big on Snapchat. No, because here's the, you specifically, because you need to do it a lot. Like this isn't like yeah, Instagram or Twitter, problem, yeah. where it's like a couple posts a day or, or like like a post or two a day are fine. With Snapchat, it's about six a day. It's about I can do throughout that. the day. Nick, I just did three. <laughs> right while a tweet. We're sitting here. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I like, like your Twitter feed. And I wrote all your tweets, so you might wanna, you might want to. <laughs> you might want to. <laughs> I write, that's yeah. the thing is like you need to plenty of tweets. And the, what makes Snapchat different? Just like. All of them suck. Every social media sucks unless you make it good. And I think that's the thing with this is it's like you it need to like, curate and make content specifically for it and then it's good. It feels like Snapchat is like a step away or two steps away from evolving to a form that's like awesome for everybody. And that's what I see when you're talking about like the Discover tab will one day be for everybody and stuff like that. It's like that's exciting but then why wouldn't you want to get in now and lay down the groundwork, right? And it's like when you didn't – I didn't do it with Twitter mm-hmm. or YouTube or Instagram. You know what I mean? Like I got on the whole of those platforms late. Yeah. That kind of thing. I just uh, – to me it's – it's I, I get – you know, we all cu- we all succumb in social media to our own vanity, right? It's really – it's about your brand or whatever. You know, I hate that word but it's about whatever whatever, whatever it is. And so – I try to use these platforms to be at least somewhat interesting, if not informative at times, too, sure. where it's like I, I'm really uncomfortable at the end of the day with things being about me. I don't like it, you know, and I want it to be about more than me or more than what I say. So I try to link out, you know, a political story or say something meaningful. And, and sometimes I'll say awful and stupid things, too, to be funny or whatever, because everyone has that. And that's, that's when you succumb to kind of the vanity of like, well, this is funny. and I'm going to share it with my friends or whatever. But I feel like. If social media, social media really began with things like Friendster and LiveJournal and stuff. But if you if you really if you really identified as starting in some sort of embryonic state with Facebook, what's happened is what Facebook is today is the broadest of of social media platforms, and everything's just it's a upside down pyramid. Everything's just mm. gotten fucking funneled, funneled, funneled down mm. into just fucking incomprehensible nonsense at this point. Like Instagram, to me, I I, I respect it, and I know people love it, and, and that's fine, and I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm like, what is the point? It's Twitter, but you can't say anything on it. 
know what I mean? Like, like on Twitter, you can post you your can picture. Say and more, post, but you can say more than 140 characters on Instagram. Sure, but you have to make pictures, or people like type on their notepad and then take pictures of it and put it up or something like that. Like, that's I see it. a lot of athletes do that kind of but stuff. You can say the caption Twitter, if you want. That's Twitter, yeah. On Instagram, you can fucking write an essay. And well, I know the, on the comment, but I see like what I see a lot of like people like Amy Schumer like released something a while ago and, and did something like that when she got uh-huh. in trouble. The the Instagram to me is just like okay, so like we took Facebook, and then Twitter's like okay, we're a small say what you need to say Facebook, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Instagram's like we're taking out all the text basically. It's pictures only, right? And then right. Snapchat's like okay, we're taking out we're gonna have pictures and videos and we're deleting them, and so it's like what the f-? like to me, I I know it's the thing where I'm like I'm just getting old and I don't yeah. I and I just. I don't understand, but like yes. to me, I want these things to have utility. If I'm gonna have this, everyone's obsessed with these fucking things, right? You know, and at least I want if I'm on there and I'm on Twitter, He's I'm like, okay, maybe phone I'm for everyone listening. Ma- my phone actually. Ma- maybe don't I, ma- lie. Be a journalist. Maybe I'm maybe I'm <laughs> learning something, or I don't know. It's just to me, I'm like, I just feel like it's just too. Why don't we like? And, and it's not up to us. It's really up to the companies. Maybe it's a failing of these companies. You know, clearly there's a market for Snapchat. It's just yeah. like when I see like, okay, are they gonna be around in five years? Are they, do they have any money? Like Twitter has never made a fucking cent, you know. So like, yeah. how, and they're worth way more than money. So it's like, how much? How much can you possibly make at this point? Mm-hmm. You know, before you need to start showing returns. Like, what is your burn rate and all these kinds of things? I, in other words, I feel like people have these great ideas, and but they're becoming more and more reductive. And I really, I, I, it's the same reason I hate fucking cell phone games. I like utility and depth. Yeah, you know, and like we're getting further and further away from that that salient point where things were being used for good. And now they're just being used like this this new technology, the Snapchat, for instance, is just like, okay, now it's I clearly I don't use it, I don't understand. I'm not judging it in, in a way like where people shouldn't use it or whatever. I'm just saying like I it doesn't resonate with me. And it's sad to see something like that's so promising, like Twitter, for in my opinion, have to compete with something that doesn't match it on a utility basis. You know? And for I don't me, think it's Twitter is be- though. I think it's just there's just different shit to do. And what you're saying about it being the pyramid, it's like I just think that it's less that and it's more, there's a bunch of shit, do whatever you want. Like we've hit that point where it's just like, there's hella shit. Yeah. What are your friends audiences doing? Audiences are all fragmented. There's not, there is no longer when everybody was on Facebook and that's or my, I think MySpace was the, the real thing. There yeah. was the, the first one of where it really became a who, who are you friends with and commenting and being public about who you're friends with, essentially. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's friends there and there's all that stuff, but that's, it was different. It's so funny, MySpace, man. My, if you it. And, and I think this is what I react to too, Colin, because I'm 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 of both worlds on this one too, is that part of me is like, yeah, we are just being old, and that younger kids are just going to be picking up these these apps as they roll out, and there's going to be something after Snapchat that even those kids aren't going to get in right? like three months, in three or four months, or maybe a year, something else is going to be big, and the people that are on Snapchat are gonna be like, that's dumb, I don't know what the hell that thing is, and then all the new kids are going to be like, uh, Snapchat's stupid, that's for old, that's for like eighteen year olds, that's dumb. I'm thirteen, I use. Googie goo goo. You know, it's, oh, it's, not wow. even, it's not even gonna be like a, a word you can Zongle say because words that you can say aren't cool. Okay. This word has to be inaudible. You can't even pronounce the fucking thing. Um but at the same time, uh you know, these I think I lost my goddamn train of thought again. I'm dying here. I'm dying. Um <laughs> Facebook for me has had sort of a resurgence where I I moved away from that platform for a very long time because like you're talking about, I still look at that platform as People use it the exact same way they use Snapchat, right? Where it's just a bunch of people posting a bunch of stuff about their lives, and sometimes people care and sometimes people don't. And it's more for entertainment value than it is for anything else, really. But some people use it for news, and some people use it for entertainment. Recently, though, I've been caught every single time I open my fucking Facebook app. I'm there for like 20 minutes, and it's because of Facebook video. It's because of these – and I'm like – 
And I started looking at the view counts because they're smart. They put just the view count. No like, dislike, bullshit. It's just views. 21 million views on the last one I watched. 13 million views on the next one. And I'm watching these whole – I'm watching half the videos before I realize there's fucking sound. I can click on the thing <laughs> and I can actually hear what they're saying. I'm like, oh, that's pretty fascinating. Well, it's, again, that's about knowing the where you're putting stuff because so many of these videos, they're designed the content around not needing sound because it autoplays without the sound in the beginning. Smart. So they catch you and then it's like, oh, cool. So that's why there's a lot of subtitles and there's a lot of like, things oh, man. going on. I'm telling you right now, I think Facebook is is, is – I think they've got something with Facebook video. I think they know they have something with Facebook video, and they're being smart right now by getting everyone addicted to it before they try to heavily monetize it. But I think yeah. that's going to be huge. Money yeah, they're killing they a lot too. they need to figure out with that shit. But yeah, but how hard is it, right? You click on the video, you get an ad. Bum, no, but they need bam. to figure out the whole. They need a content ID system. They need a content right now ID, and like, they need to. I don't, can you search Facebook video? No, I mean th- that's, that's the thing. The they need a hub and they need a content ID system because right now. All those 21 million view videos mm-hmm. are stolen things from other people. Oh, that was a big. That was a big. Uh, uh, that's a big issue right now, especially on so, uh, on other platforms. A- any platform, really. That's not YouTube. Yeah. Uh, there was a famously there was a uh, a couple of week and a half ago. This guy named and uh, this is his name. Oh, fat Jew. Yeah, the fat Jewish or the fat Jew. I think is his name. He's just the fat Jewish on on Instagram. Got pinched for stealing all of his stuff. I actually, He's been getting yelled at about that forever. It yeah, and that guy fucked Jerry, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's and, and that's one of those things where I follow those guys, and I know... You're part of the problem. I know better than to do that, but I just didn't realize that he... I assumed he just had a small team of people working for him that were going out and, and doing these memes every day. Really? I mean, it didn't It didn't occur to me. Tim, like, he's I, got I a very look, old school sense of thinking over no, here. But like, like, oh, would, he's got a content creation. It, doesn't, it wouldn't occur to me that someone would form a lucrative business stealing other people's images. Wow. And it didn't occur to me because I would have thought that that person would have been caught a long time ago with yeah. the way the internet polices itself. Because the internet's like, if you do something wrong, you're found out immediately, mm-hmm. right? And I heard about that a long time ago, and it wasn't until like six months later where – I heard about it again, but this time on like big podcasts and big news media outlets. Um, that's that's shocking to me. Uh, what is what are you doing over there? You kissing the dog? No, I was, I'm going to stare down with him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, that that's a huge deal. But Facebook, I think, is still going to be. It's going to remain a pretty dominant platform. Snapchat, I'm sure it'll it'll be around. I'm surprised that Instagram's still around. To be honest, I'm surprised really? that Vine's still a thing. I'm surprised that any of these things are. But, but see, this thing, we're all catch- surprised there are things because we. Don't use we them are the, the way Twitter. We use Twitter. Yeah, we are the Twitter and you know? YouTube generation, yeah. right? Because the people that are into Instagram, it's like, oh my god, they're getting so many views, so much engagement, so much money to be made there. There's so much happening there, you know. So much quality too for if they're doing that, you know. But that's the thing. Like just looking through that Discover tab, and I'm like, I I get this now. This is just a different way to view content, right? For for ESPN, for the the five seconds I spent with Buzzfeed, it's reductive, I'm looking at it. though, man. It is, and it's not right. It is. It, it is actually. Be, if you look through that those story, aren't short videos. If you look through the story, those articles are actually a phenomenal. That's actually a pretty articles. cool way to display an article. So instead of blading this way, you're just going up and you're just reading the article like this. Which is, uh, I agree with you that it's weird. reductive, but I think it's an it's a great entry point. I don't watch ESPN like you do on a daily basis, right? I go there for shows I want to see for certain things, right? But I would sit there and like, oh, these are great highlights that are short, and like I'm on the bus, I'm waiting for the train. Yeah, I'd page through it when I'm done. Yeah. If I could get it into my rotation of Reddit and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and see what's happening yeah. on the page, and then over to the kind of funny forums, and then you know what I mean. It's just the ADDization of the yeah. internet. That's that's and a big and deal. it's it, like it's it's just it's as a as a, someone who creates content and used to write and and do all those kinds and still you know writes and we'll do all those things. I just I just hate that you know we were talking about Twitter's character character count. I always thought that that was actually really novel because it's like say what you need to say, yeah. you know. Like mm-hmm. and I was I was like be succinct I, exactly, and I always loved that. When someone takes a picture on Instagram and then I go on their fi- Twitter and they and it's on their Twitter and then I go to Facebook and it's on their Facebook, it's like, what is the point of all this? Like, what is what is the point of this? You know, uh, 
at the end of the day, it's, it, you know, again, these are vanity things and we all have them out there as our personal brands, but I just feel like we have to kind of dig down and think about the things that are most useful to us as people and also the most useful to, uh, to our audience out there. And I just feel like, yeah, it's just getting so reductive now that it's, it's actually, these kinds of things are actually, actually annoy me, you know, like where I'm like, I'm yeah, like this, I like mean, it's, it's, th- this is. This is too much for old man Colin to handle. I was going to say, I can't imagine Colin being yeah. annoyed by something the kids are I'll doing. say this, though, but I bet you have those tendencies, too, right? And I see it because when we all go out to dinner, we have to remind ourselves to put our, our phones down. And the other day... Well, I'm always reading on my phone. I'm not saying that that's wrong, I'm, oh, no, but, no, I'm, no. but I'm reading. Right, sure, but, there, but there's... <laughs> but you are, you know, you can't, in the same breath, judge other people for being addicted to this... Because they're not reading an article, they are finding that news some other way. Maybe that's Snapchat. Maybe someone's talking about something, but it's bite size. Now, granted, it's not the same thing, and I know that. And I do worry, even in myself, that those ADD tendencies are so rabid that it actually starts to like encroach on my relationship with my wife. Mm -hmm. She'll Mm -hmm. actually have to tell me. We'll be in a line at Starbucks. She'll be mid sentence, and the second I get in line, my brain goes trigger phone. I don't right, want to right, be right. in this situation right now. This is stupid. I'm getting frustrated. And I just want to look at something dumb or I'm going to yell at a manager. Right. And my wife Can literally I speak will... to your fucking manager. I actually did throw your coffee. on the I was actually very, is I was everything like, okay? I please speak to your manager. And she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, go get your fucking manager. Um, my wife will tell, she'll, she'll like not yeah. palm your phone. She'll just be like, Hey, Slap it on the ground. See, well, I I'm here. I'm a real though. person. Just I mean, talk I, to me. this, this is something I'm on the opposite end of this. Here's the thing. First off, I'm not a quality human being. I know that. Mm-hmm. Second off, everything Colin's saying, I agree with completely. You should be putting quality stuff out there and whatever. Third off, I'm the lowest common denominator. I understand that. So I'm just trying to like get to everybody that wants to get to my lowest common denominator bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why Some Snapchat, fucking hard yeah, truth coming from for me. Timmy. It, just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not that funny. I don't have You're kind these of great funny. things to say. And like, I'm not, you know what? I don't have, I'm not yeah, writing articles do, about how to change people's lives. That's not true. I just like... want to take pictures of Kevin sleeping on the floor because I think it's funny. So I want to put that out to them. Having said that, it's like, but in the same breath, what we that do, you're, you're also a person that put 40 hours into a 100 Pence music video because no. it was fun. And that's, and that, exactly. and I would argue that that piece of content airs more on the side of art than it does on the side of See, just stupid entertainment. It's so useless. It's like, why no, it's was that not. made? It's that not was useless. Made for a lot of people to have two minutes of fun with. Sure, but was, it, it had, it had a level seconds. of depth to it that to, that you had to bring to it to really fully appreciate it, which I think a lot of people did, right? Whereas a lot of times, especially even on Twitter, I mean, I'll just see stuff from like, did you really need to like tweet that out? Like, or on Instagram, I'm like, did I, did I need to see a picture of your hand doing nothing like i i like there's hey, just all these a lot hey. of people like my hand portraits hey. <laughs> you know I mean, that's I mean? my like, thing is it's like i i do like to put thought into all of the content that i put out there right whether it's instagram or snapchat or twitter i'm not saying i'm like michelangelo know, spending yeah hours and hours sure. coming up with the perfect instagram post or selfie like right when i post a selfie people like it cool i'll try to come up with a funny caption i'll give you that i never just post something you know, I'm never just like, oh, I have to do this. Here's a fucking selfie. I do that all the time. Yeah, I think that to me, I'm not talking about necessarily like, first of all, I don't think that the social media person uses as, a, as anything to do with their intelligence or who they are. I think it's, you know, there's people way smarter than me that use, you know, Snapchat. Hello. Uh, the point is, is that uh, what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of overlap between all of these things about what they do. And it seems to me the most obvious thing is to go to the places where you can do the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. So that's a, that's a confusing uh, thing to me. But I will say this about society. We, in 2015, we're losing nuance. And we're losing um, the ability to talk rationally. And we're becoming 
very vitriolic towards each other and in, in, in terms of your groups, whether it's politics or sports, whatever it is. There's no room for discussion and there's no room for thought out things anymore. And there's no and we need that stuff in society. But you look around you at the tools that are being made and Snapchat's a tool just like any other one. just like a hammer. It's just it's just it's a digital tool. And everything's going in the exact opposite direction we need it to go into. And everyone's minds are going in the exact opposite direction we need them to go into. And to me, that's just problematic. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It doesn't mean that you are bad or good if you use Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I'm just noticing when everyone's like, people come up to me like, why aren't you on Instagram? And I'm like, because I'm on Twitter. You know, like, what is the fucking point? You know, and, and it, it's not at the end of the day, I just want everything to crumble that, uh, that, uh, that's on these like on these social media ones, except for the ones that are really important. And the market yeah. will dictate whether this is important or not. Like I said, between a 10 and 20 billion dollar valuation, four rounds of funding cannot possibly in a million years be profitable. I won't believe that. For yeah, a second. but you have to think, but, though, you, you look at Twitter, you, we would have said the same thing. We're like, they're not, they're, we've been saying they're not profitable for like five years. They've never been profitable, but they're still around. Right? Yeah, they are, are because they have a ton it. of money. Yeah, it's crazy, though. I mean, that's, that's, and they've also is, monetized. The, the market will dictate that at, at, at a certain point, there will be a breaking point where some of these will hopefully go away, but it freaking hasn't happened yet, no, man. But, but it has, like 90 it has. We've seen so many things come out and go away. Ello, right? Meerkat. And Meerkat, which is like, at this point, just a celebrity vanity thing. That's just because the celebrities have been bought out over Periscope. And so it's like there's a handful of real, like, real celebrities doing that shit. Besides that, no one uses Meerkat. And it's like there's all these other ones. Like, I don't even name them anymore. It's like, no, no, like, I mean, what's the other one? Yo? Medium. Yo's medium is one of them, too. Is Ocho right? still kicking? Does anyone use Medium? Uh, I don't know. But, like, these motherfuckers. I think Twitter owns Medium. They do. It's that Medium is, and this is the problem, is Medium was supposed to be what Twitter. It was supposed to be the mid-level medium version of Twitter, right? Where you could write basically blogs. I mean, it's like Tumblr. You just write oh, – actually, what would it be? Well, I guess it's like a Tumblr blog where you could just write blogs, right, and like tweet them out and stuff like that. And I don't think it picked up just because it's, it's hard. Yeah, like a just, lot of people just a lot of people just want to consume, and this, and this is the other big di- issue I have is there's just so much more information out there than there used to be available to us. So when we were kids, it was like, yeah, you read the entire article because there was only five articles in the magazine, and that's the only magazine you had yeah. access to. Now, when I log on to Twitter, I need, I feel this like, and I'm always failing at this, but I feel this urgency to keep up with you guys specifically because you're always consuming stuff and you always seem to know shit before I do. And I'm like, fuck, I gotta like. I'm always constantly like reading and trying to get those headlines and just like put them in my brain so that if, if you know they pop out, oh well, man, Nick doesn't understand what that what that what, what a car is. <laughs> well, let's put him in it and let's drive him around the block. Maybe he won't freak out. Um, and I feel like maybe people don't realize it, or maybe they do, but we're all keeping up with the Joneses on that. Like we're sure. all trying to keep up with this ridiculously impossible pace, and it's. It, it is leading to that sort of brain drain, or not brain drain, but it's leading to that sort of that that ADD over hyper fucking like I gotta know everything, but really not really invest in anything mentality. Yeah, I mean, and what it, again? It's it's me getting old. It's me being not even curmudgeonly, but just being like I just uh, yeah. I just hate I just hate that. I want us to have better conversations. I want us to know more. I want us to have deeper understanding. I want us to be able to interact with each other in meaningful ways. The thing about Twitter, and, and it could be said about all these things, that it's totally useful if I never used it. Like, like if I just never posted at all, it would sure. be totally just as useful to me. And I agree with you. Like, some people, like, I, I follow a couple, even a couple of people on Twitter tweet way too fucking much. You know? Like, to me, you have to be, like, more so. It's not Greg. Be more, you have to be more, Greg tweets a lot, but you have to be more selective about what you say and put out there. That's the other thing I'm saying, is that even on things where it's like, be careful with what you say. 
and we're not all careful. I get in trouble with some of the things I say, but it's like, here's your character count and stuff. And then people just say something like every half an hour. And I'm like, that's not even really the point either, you know? But yeah. maybe it's just that it's just getting away from me. Maybe I have my own idea of what these things should be. And again, I really do think it's just a generational gap. I, I do no, believe that. I'm yeah. 30 years old and I just feel like, you know, I found what's useful to me. I'm set in my ways and younger people aren't. They're more malleable and they're more mobile and they, they grew up in different times. They grew up with these things attached to their fucking hands. And, and it's not and, even that though. It's, 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 it's that when you're young, you just, everything's new. We all went through this. We don't remember it because we're all adults now and we, we, we search for more depth in everything that we do, with the exception, I guess, of Tim, who just wants everything to be just right at water level. Um, but, like, remember when we all used to think that cartoons were amazing, right? You go back and watch G.I. Joe now, you're like, oh, this is not that not as good as I remember it being. Because when you were a kid, you just didn't care. Yeah. You're like, it's colors and fun and, like, I don't really have to think about anything. And it is so, – so I'm agreeing with you. It is generational. It's very generational in that I guarantee that the kids, even though they're slightly more ADD than we are right now, growing up with Snapchat will eventually want – something a little bit more meaningful as they progress. I mean, it's like when we were younger and got like the demo discs, discs for PlayStation games, and you played all of them just because you had they were there. They were yeah, there. you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Right, like, right. Why the fuck did I play the 102 Dalmatians game demo? Well, I think we Five times. Why you did. Why did I? No. You do I draw the line there. Senses. But like, that shit was garbage. But it's like, I enjoyed it then because it was just like, there was just more and more and more, you know? Sure. It's like little but kids see, for like you that. now, and see, this is what I would argue for you now, though, is that you don't use Snapchat, Twitter, or Instagram because you are one of those people, whether you know it or not. You use those because you enjoy the science and the addictive nature of them and how, you can, how we can take that into our business, which yes. is a very, very adult thing to do. So I, and I get that, and like that it's is very what deep I love adult, because I love like, very serious. I love playing with it and seeing how like what I change to make the people enjoy it more, and right. it's like that's why to me Snapchat's the best because you take all the analytics out of it. There's just one analytic. You just see how many people saw each image. You don't get to see how many people follow you. You don't get to see all this stuff. I just get to see what images do I post that can get the mo- the best response. And I've seen the numbers over the last like week just go up day by day to where they're at now. And I'm like, cool. And it's it's really interesting to me. But uh, the it's I agree with you so much that like I don't get Snapchat and I hate it. And I keep joking about it, acting like <laughs> I, I get it. And but it's like I don't. I totally don't. But I see that so many people that I like and like people that I don't know, but they're like my girlfriend's younger sister, her and all of her friends. That's all that they do. And I'm just like, and it's not even just like a girl thing too. Cause it's like, I, all of their, mm-hmm. their boyfriends and all that stuff too. It's like people are like enjoying this and engaging with it. And it's like, I want to give them something to enjoy. If they're on this platform, enjoying stuff, I want them to laugh at me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I that's think our job. I, that's our business. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. Just in the sense that it's good to have someone like you, you know, around to, to that's a little younger and a little more attack, you know, or uh, a little more, uh, in tune to what's going on because I don't want people to conflate like I'm not trying to conflate the usefulness of the platform which I don't think is very useful compared to other platforms with the people that use it or whatever which I think if, if you if you find entertainment I found entertainment of fucking random ass shit too um, it's just it's just more of like it, it's like I'm not mad I'm disappointed you know that's kind of that's kind of the way it is and sure. it's not about the people that use it it's about the trend it's just about the trend you know we everything's a meme everything's a fucking 10 second audio or video clip sure. Every, and it's like we have real fucking issues to deal with and we need time well that's, and like space that's to what deal I'm with saying, these though, issues and like and one of the things that really makes me like for every every time i think about social media it gives me the anxiety of thinking like oh god we're raising generations of people that just have zero patience and don't really want to ever take on real issues but then you look at the current state of podcasting and podcasting i would argue is probably more popular than ever it's ever been before right maybe it's because we're immersed in it but I honestly believe that the the more people are seeing the the that opposite end of the spectrum, they're coming around to wanting to listen to 
more in-depth intellectual discussions into things, or maybe just longer form I mean, form isn't things. the argument that this has always been the case? And yeah. like what you're talking about with the shorter thing, it was something you yelled at your TV or to your wife, and that was the end of it. Now you just, we can publicly share all of that, and that's the thing. I don't think that it's necessarily the, – the, I always love the image where it's like it's the two images on top, and it's the one where it's the everybody on their phone on the bus, and they're like, don't you remember when we used to talk to each other? And the one below it is everyone in like the 30s on the train with the paper not talking to each other. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's just now you can instantly share it with everyone, and I feel like that's what we're talking about too right now, being outsiders with Snapchat, and maybe not so much for you as you get involved, but for, huge for sure us, he's huge I'm on so it. Big. Huge. It's, it's the fact that I look at your feed, and it's Kevin sprawled out, and it's uh, this is what hell looks like at the post office. And I'm like, yeah, these are cool. I'd love to see these as like, you know, Instagram posts that I could catch up on later, but that's how I want to enjoy the content. Not to mention though that I feel like there's like there's people who are using it's like Vine is a better example because I have a better handle on that. There's so many people who just make shitty little vines that are just them talking to their their kids or whatever. And then I'm sorry, then there are the people who are making the careers on Vine and making produced content and doing this. And I feel like there's those Set those stratospheres, those tiers, there's these different like levels of what you're doing, and I assume it's the same thing with Snapchat, yes. where there's people fucking taking photos of Kevin sleeping on my floor, but then there are people making the ESPN content where mm-hmm. I'm like, I could actually see where there'd be value in that for me or whatever. Yeah, that's I really think... what it is. And I just think that like there's we're at a point now where there's apps for everything, and our mm-hmm. life is apps. Apps, 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 mm-hmm. apps. And it's like not just short stuff, it's long stuff too. Like you bring up the podcast. It's like I don't think any of it gets in the way. Of the other things, there's just there's just a lot of it. Yeah. Take what you want, don't do the other things, and that's it. Right? Uh, I I mean I I agree, but also disagree. I think that's just inherently the more things that there are, they definitely take away. I mean, there's only so much time and space and mind share and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that's wrong because the market is going to dictate what wins. It's clearly Snap Snapchat's winning. I'm never going to get in the way of what the market wants in the sense of like it it the market polices itself. It does like it it just works every yeah. time. So, um, you know, and I I want to be clear, like I'm not saying like oh. Snapchat's the reason that we're not discussing the major political and economic problems we're having right now. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is the trend is getting us all, all of our minds away from dealing with things in a robust sort of way. It all is additive towards this trend. And and you're right in the sense that, like, yeah, things have the more things change, the more things stay the same, same right? Same, like, yeah. that's true, but it is different now. It's definitely different now. Well, things, different, are getting, yeah. things are getting stupider. Things are getting shorter. Things are getting snappier, and I don't necessarily think that that is a good thing. Mm. You know, I, I, and, and so, I think so, that's it, been there the entire time. That that undercurrent has been there the entire time in terms of what people want, and this goes back to your market. Now there's all these ways to get it, whether it's BuzzFeed, us on YouTube, whether it's Vine, whatever. You can find that stupid content and share it so it looks like that's all people are doing. I still, you know, like, you always want this super activated populace that's super well-informed, you know, up on issues, wants to go beat the door down for politics and stuff like that. And that just doesn't exist. And I don't think it's ever really, not, not ever, don't get me wrong, but like in my lifetime in any lifetime before the internet i don't think that was happening either i don't think like when my parents were involved with the local democratic party or whatever right and we were in parades and shit i don't think that that was common for every household where they were no, doing that and the kids were carrying her more or less no i mean politics generally i mean it's it's always been something that people some people have been disengaged with is except for times you know the revolution and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but but that's that's the point is that we have all of these great tools and all this great technology and every excuse to be involved. And yet we would rather Snapchat our friends a 10-second silly video instead of just, 
utilizing that technology and that time to do something more see, useful. So, so here's the thing with me as a perfect example of this. Damn, I have to pay. Had, this is a good one, though. Had, uh, had BuzzFeed and Snapchat. And whatnot, I mean, whatever. Things like this not existed. I guarantee that I would be 100% less politically invested than I am now. Having said that, I'm not that politically invested. Right. But when things happen, I now know about them because they're being delivered to me as headlines and stuff. So I'm at least aware of it. And I will tell you, those things have got me. It's a clickbait in a good way where I'm like, I should know about this. So I look into it. I'll read the article. I would have never read that article before. I would have never watched the news that way. But now because it's being delivered to me in this way of like, you should know about this next to your 24 freaking Superman things to put on a table. You know, I'm like, shit, I should probably know about this. When it says yeah. breaking news or whatever, I'm like, fuck, like everyone else needs to know about this. I should do. And like, I feel like Snapchat does the same thing. Like with their discover tab, it'll be like, shit, you need to know. And it's like, I will watch it because I want to know the things I need to know. And it's like, if it's important stuff, that's good. You know, whether it's fucking bullshit or real shit, it's like, if I need to know it and they're telling me I do and I trust them. Then we're good. Well, that's that's me. That, I mean, I think I agree with you, which is why I think that I'm. I, I acknowledge that I'm kind of understood. Dying minority of people that just want to use this stuff to be better. You know, like we talk about money in politics. I've talked about it many times. Like everyone's like, "There's too much money in politics." And Citizens United, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, Citizens United's all fucked up." But the only reason money in politics matters is because you don't know anything about politics. You don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like like money's not buying elections for me. Yeah, so I, I don't like I don't you know, there's in other words like all of these so many problems can be just overcome with a little more engagement. Sure, but I acknowledge that I'm uh, not winning this battle. I'm losing the battle every day, and I accept that. I but, I, I, but I I feel like the battle you're losing and the point I'm trying to make has nothing to do with the technology. I think that's just people. No, I think I think, people, I, think okay. I think you might be right, but you have to understand that it's like the same thing with like Gutenberg and the printing press. When you see this, when you see this amazing technology, right. the first thing you think about is like, what can it be used to be positive? You know, to me, and, and you know, and Gutenberg was publishing the Bible and all of this great science. Well, eventually they were publishing fucking pulp novels and stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, it's not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with pulp novels. No, so no, no, I, it, I think that you, you Gutenberg are a perfect example of what I'm looking at. Of like, you get me engaged. You know, now granted, I get to sit at this table every with you and talk to you about stuff. And when I bring up Snapchat topics, then you bring up topics of shit that actually matters. And then we talk about it, and I learn something. You know, but what do I boil that down to? A stupid thumbnail and headline that other people are going to watch. And I try to think, how am I going to get the most people to care about this thing that I would have never clicked on, you know? But then they click on it, and then they fucking learn some shit. No, I know you're right. You're absolutely right. And I, 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 that's what I'm saying is that, like, I know I feel – I'm trying to be honest with the way I feel, also knowing that it's both counterintuitive to what, you know, to what the internet really has become and it has been for 20 years and also what we do and also some of my own tendencies, you know? I'm – that's why I said like Twitter is all about vanity to a lot of people and we all succumb to that it's just I just get you know I'm just uh, I just I just hate the the oh there's an ant on me shocking um there's a I just I just wish we were just cumulatively better I just wish that we were like wanted depth and we don't we don't and that's and that's I'm still here and I'm speaking for those of you that like the long form article and all that kind of stuff. But I understand that like it's just not what we do anymore. And and uh and I and I get that. But maybe it's just, so maybe I'm just pining for a, a, a dying kind of day and a dying a bygone kind of meeting. era. And, and again, I understand this is such a deep conversation because everyone's like, Snapchat's not gonna solve the political crisis. And I'm like, of course it's not. It's just indicative of the mindset. I just think That's that it. I don't think that it's a this or that. And like for me, it's it's not that you stand for the long form and I don't, because I do. I love that. You know, I love polished videos that are fifteen minute like 
YouTube videos, which for YouTube, that's a long time. Yeah, or yeah. whatever these podcasts are. Not to say that this is like the shiny example of It doesn't get any better than this. Quality, but this like, is the Gutenberg. Uh, comic, Steve uh, Gutenberg. Comic Book Girl 19 is a yeah. perfect example. She makes hour-long videos that are so in-depth about Game of Thrones or about mm-hmm. X-Men mm-hmm. or about She's whatever. Awesome. And it's like... Those are long-form things that a lot of work is put into, and there's, like, actual quality there. She makes all these really, really salient points about um, why those stories are important, not just from, like, a storyline perspective, but what it means for history, like, an actual real life, and, like, why certain characters are the way they are and who they're based off and all this stuff. And it's so fascinating. And is that more valuable than a Snapchat? Hell yes, you know? But Snapchat has its place. And I just think that it's, like, I'm a fan of both things, you know? Yeah, no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Everybody, you know what came to mind for me, Greg, was Red Zone Channel. Remember oh, what, remember, yes. Remember when Red Zone Channel, for people that don't know, is is a channel. Wait, so, hold on, Nick. Do you know what Red Zone Channel is? Please give me a guess of what Red Zone Channel uh, is. Oh, my God. It was a competitor in the late 90s to the uh, Playboy channel. Remember that? The channel you would always see. It was like you would be scrolling sure. down your, your 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 TV guide the channel, and it would say like. Na- Naughty news, Nurses. Naked Hoosiers naked Hoosiers naked was naked on. News, naked uh, yeah. And then like The Sopranos was on. And then House Bunnies 19 bunnies between each other or whatever it was mm-hmm. and then there was the red zone and the red zone had All right, good try. it was seen as the uh, dirtier of Tim, the Tim do you know? No. Okay. Do you want to guess? It's funnier when Nick tries I'm just, to I'm names, assuming so. the guess of it is the uh, it's a series about the HR violations about the red zone mm. on somebody. Nice, nice, Where nice. you are and are not allowed to touch someone. Yeah. Kevin can you give us a quick H- red, no, red zone No don't rundown? do it Kevin keep playing on your phone. Kevin's our Keep new your nonsense, your your nonsense phone. Did you know that in real companies they just elect an HR department? You don't All hire right. someone, you just elect them. Call and go. So the Red Zone channel is something that came out some time ago. It's it's NFL sanctioned channel that only airs for let me think, something like 70 hours a year. And it's just otherwise you just go and it's off. And it's 785 in San Francisco. And it's a channel that Mike Mitchell, when he lived here in 2011, introduced me to. He's like, because uh, I'd sit down and I watch entire football games, and this is just this is just an example of what, what where I'm coming from because it's everywhere. Like, it's not just in things that matter. Football doesn't matter. I love it, but it doesn't matter. I sit down and watch an entire game from beginning to end. Whatever you know, Raiders, Niners, Jets, whatever it is, you know, whatever it's on TV. And he's like, dude, you don't have to do that. Just go to the Red Zone channel, and it'll be all of the games. And when they get into the Red Zone, the Red Zone being 20 yards from the from the end zone, they'll just switch to that game. And I'm like but don't you want to know how they got to the red zone? And they're like, no, I just want to see them score. And I'm like, but there's all of this other shit that happened mm-hmm. in the middle of the game before they got into the red zone. So I guess I'm using that example as like, it's happening everywhere. Like red yeah. zone channel exists. So you can just watch touchdowns. You don't even have to watch the football game anymore. Now you just watch touchdowns. And it's like, and I'm like, that's exciting and that's fun. And it's useful. It's very, it's very useful tool, especially if you're in fantasy football. But, but it's just another thing where I'm like, huh? Like, don't you just want to watch a game? Like, I, I feel weird jumping into this third quarter of this game. I have no context for how they got here, but that doesn't matter to a lot of people anymore. They just want to see the fucking score. Well, it's because even there, yeah, you're on the outsides, right? Because I, I love watching the Bears start to finish, right? But any other game, I'm like, yeah, no, I could do, I'd rather play games. I'd rather do something else, blah, blah, blah. But like when it's just, yeah, here are these like, you know, epic moments. Here's when it all really comes down to it and matters. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong because no, it, it is very exciting. I've caught myself on many, uh, many a Sunday watching the Red Zone channel. But I'm like, but I'm, but I'm was like, the, was it about two sisters who didn't know that? We're gonna put the mic here. We're gonna put the mic right here. You're gonna sit. Right but I, but it's just another example of like that's everything's funneling down that direction where it's like before we know we'll probably have something like that for hockey and something like that for baseball or whatever. Hockey drove up He drove up in his Maserati and they had to watch the Maserati for him. I said, but they please, were only please leave the microphone right here. That's all you have to do. Just leave it. So we'll take care of the show from here. Don't worry. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I I don't want to sound like down or curmudgeonly about it, even though I know I do. It's just it's just it's just disappointing, you know. Like, and I understand that it's just me projecting my own shit onto everything that's happening. It's yeah. absolutely the case. It's absolutely the case. People who are listening to this right now being like, what are you talking about? Like, it's fine. It's going to be okay. And of course it's going to be okay. But it probably won't be okay. If you, if, you saw the, if you saw the Dow Jones today, it's probably not going to be okay. But, Which I learned about on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. That's a, and that's why Twitter has utility. I, you and I use Twitter in the same way yeah. of a newsfeed news source. Um, so I don't know. I, it's cool. I'm glad you understand Snapchat. One of us has to understand Snapchat. I mean, I'm a professional. The gentleman in Atlanta that's introduced me to Snapchat for the first time, I didn't understand what I was doing. I couldn't believe the videos were gone. This is the thing that people are using. I was shot when I tweeted when I Googled them and look at their kind of their corporate history and stuff. I was like, I was impressed. Like they were saying, like an ad on, like an ad placed in a video on Snapchat can be seen between um, half and, and one million times a day. You know, and that people use it X amount of time, and that engagement's huge for people that use it, like you were saying. So there's clearly something to it, but you know, I desire, Greg, I desire deep substance. Mm, mm, you do love deep substance. I feel like that topic can be breaks deep. in half. Mm-hmm. We went from Snapchat and then to the fragmentation of social media and what it's doing to us. How long have we been talking? I don't feel like we've been it's talking been an hour long. and thirty minutes. Oh, okay. So I feel like that one, we got we'll, we'll that, we that. break that one in half because yeah. we're at the end. So that means, Nick, yes, you get to take us home. Yes. Yes, brother. Yes. Uh, my topic comes from the good people over on Patreon. Oh, patreon.com slash kind of funny. Yeah. Where you get the shows early and, of course, support us at a tier that then gets your topic read on the show. Right we should now. actually probably thank all of them. Oh, there oh! it is. Thank, thank you, you for so all your much. support, ladies and gentlemen, in the month I'm of casting July. A spell. I'm casting right. a spell on it. Whoa. Ke- Kevin. Wait. No, they, they support in July. Just sit there and look pretty. Maybe I got this from time. here, all right? I'm going to pee. You're being real. Why has everyone got to pee? Because they drank so much water. Whoa, what the hell was that? That was oh, a weird-ass dance. Can, are you going to be able to hear Nick's topic from Make there? sure to Snapchat your pee, Tim. You walked You walked right through the special banner. Kevin, when he walks through the special banner, please animate it breaking in half and exploding. And I want <laughs> the letters and words tumbling out into the screen. Make anagrams with them. <laughs> no, Greg, you went through. have all the letters floating around us right now. In anagram form, so make sure that's good. Yeah. Now, Greg, you pulled these topics from, from Patreon, sure and then you let me pick which one that I wanted. Most. Right. Were they all from Rhonda? Yeah, today was okay. going to be the Rhonda episode. The Rhonda but Rhonda, you, I it. will use your topic next week, and Nick will use Because we're going to do two Rhonda topics. Yeah. All great episodes, uh, all great topics, by the way. But the one that I picked out of the two was Greg. Can, uh, Tim, can you hear me? I hear a tinkle noise. I can hear him peeping. Do you want to fill time while he doesn't? It? No, it's fine. He'll, I'll catch him up when he comes what is back. The, what is the topic? The topic is what was the '90s like for you? What shows were your favorite? Did you steal a catchphrase from any show and use it all the time? I'll give you an example. Did I do that? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, circle. Did you use rollerblades instead of a bike? Uh, what was your favorite '90s clothing? Anything that was uh, anything that was you in the '90s. Period. P.S. The cold cut episode may be the lowest in numbers, but from a person from the East Coast living in Seattle, it hits so close to home, and it was one of my favorite. Rhonda Strong. Rhonda Strong. Rhonda Strong. Thank you for your topic. Uh, so, Tim, the topic was: What were the '90s like for you? Yeah. Did you steal any catchphrases? What shows did you watch? You came of age in the '90s. Yes, that was your time. Yeah, the '90s is an interesting thing for me because I'm definitely, you know, I feel like I'm a '90s kid, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, but I mean, I was born in 1989, so really. My time, mm. like what I count like my growing up being is, and I feel like a lot of people that were born around my time say they're 90s kids, but it's really more like 95 to 2005. Jesus. Because yeah, when you were, like, f- you were like zero to five, you don't know that shit. That doesn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. So 90, 95 to feet, 2005, yeah. that was me, you know, going from being like kindergarten to 
mid high school. So right. cognizance, you know? Yeah, when you were cognizant, when you when yeah. you when you understood what it was to wipe your own ass well, and whether or not you were doing a good job, indulge in all of right. these different uh, ass things. So there's there's a ton of stuff for me that like even if it happened in the nineties, it doesn't count for me. So for me, life pretty much started with Power Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and reruns of Transformers and Ninja Turtles. Okay, you just go for it from there. Um, and then and Nickelodeon, what was ever going, what was going on over there? Classics such as Space Cases. Oh, we were just talking about Space Cases. Yeah. That was a, that is a classic. That's one. Nickelodeon had a lot of shows in the nineties that around that time period, so around ninety five through ninety eight or so. Mm-hmm. This is before they're like so. Their Nicktoons revolution had been occurring, right? They released Doug, Rugrats, yeah, um, a couple of these like Rocco. Uh, Rocco, yeah, those shows are happening. But it was before they went overboard. This is the pre-SpongeBob era. Okay. Where they really started realizing how to make money off of all of their cartoons and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, and they, when they went off the deep end with live action shows, they were more like sitcom-y as opposed to uh, their Okami. Like, game yeah, no, Okami or like their game shows like Guts or yeah, yeah, yeah. Double Legend of the Dare, Hidden Temple. Legend of Hidden Temple. What's and all the one that they stuff. slime people? Was that Double, Double Dare? Dare? Yeah. Well, they slime people also. Uh, you can't do that on television. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's where it started. Which then later turned into Figure It Out and all this other other stuff. And do so, you remember Summer Sanders? Do you oh, remember? God damn. Do you remember, or was he too young, or was he too young? Stick Stickly. Of course. So Just making sure. So that is P.O. Box, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's my York, dude, New York. Stick Stickly. <laughs> Stick Stickly, and then Face on Nick Jr. and all this stuff. So the 90s See, I don't know Face. of Nickelodeon, that's because it was more of like a little Juniors. kid. You were probably at school and stuff during the time. And that's the thing. For me, 90s, what you're talking about is I was a 90s kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I feel cognizant. I, I come online and remember lots of things starting in 89, because that's when I'm going to first Great kindergarten or first grade? I guess both maybe is that's how it worked. And then I remember, you know, going to Ghostbusters two in the theater and like having like that's like a crystal clear memory <laughs> of doing that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so then just going on from there, like yeah, I remember when Power Rangers came around and I was a little too old to be into them, but I was super into them. All right, Portilla, they're taking you. Nope, don't worry about it, Kev. I got this. Everybody say goodbye to Portilla. No. Bye, Portilla. See you in two weeks. Okay, I'm coming. You want me to move? Um, yeah, yeah so I, I on was, Nickelodeon, uh, there was all these shows like, 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 my brother and me and, uh, Space oh, Cases my brother that me. had very limited runs. Yeah, my brother and me was like 14 episodes. episodes or something. Yeah, 12. And they put it out and there would just be rerun after rerun after rerun. But we grew up with that shit. So I love like it. We I could recite it. those episodes back and forth. I always, and that was before the, we had, well, I guess I had the internet at that point, but. We, we weren't using it like this where it was like, I would sit down and watch, you know, my brother and me every day, like, or every w- Saturday, whatever it was, and I'd be like, waiting for a new episode for like and, two years. And, that's and like it just wasn't going to happen. See, my brother and me, it was like a, a sitcom that just like, you know, it didn't need, it wasn't a storyline. It was ongoing. I mean, Goo was getting into all his adventures Rrr, and stuff. Goo. But I mean, no episodes mattered, their order or anything. You can just see them out of order. Space Cases was a like a, a Star Trek for kids. So Space Cases was, like, was rad. It was awesome. And there was like a whole story going. That had two seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, then all of a sudden it just ended. There wasn't a, a finale. There wasn't a, like a last episode. It just ended. But they didn't inform any of us about this. And this also went over Space, space Cases. cases. Oh, okay. And this also goes over to Beetleborgs, which was a, a Power Ranger knockoff. And oh, good Lord. There was a lot of Power Ranger knockoffs. VR Troopers. All these other I remember VR things. Troopers. But it's like, when I was a little kid, the more the merrier. Mystic Knights of Tirnanog. They looked at Oh, dope. yeah, I remember that. There was a whole bunch of shit. And um, that name. so it's many of those shows didn't end. They yeah. just kept stopped. going and then stopped. So I remember Beetleborgs. Oh, I was so into that. They had the first season. It was dope. Second season, Metallics. I'm like, oh, I'm so sold on this. And then all of a sudden, waiting for season three, all the toys released in Toys R Us. I bought them all. Waiting to see what's going to happen. And season three just never happened. Wow. 
It's sad. I mean, that was the way it was back then. This just reminded me real quick about uh, Christine and I were watching a few months ago when Greg was like on a trip. We were watching Yu Gi Oh, the show, like the the the, the, uh, the cartoon. But well, well, I think it was the better I, of the two. But right? I think it was Yu- like a Pokemon show or which is garbage. Some Pokemon shit. was garbage. Yu Gi Oh, that was yeah, that was bad. Then they right? improved on it with Digimon. Oh, Digimon, Digimon. That's what I'm thinking of. That's Digimon the was. Of all three it, of them, they right? put the D in front of it because it was definitive. Damn. <laughs> Can I finish my story? Dropping the mic. A D. Uh, and I thought it was so funny that we've gotten to the point, maybe I'm just old again with the customizable card games, because I played some of these games when I was a kid, Magic and Star Wars and stuff, but where the entire cartoon, I think I'm thinking of Yu-Gi-Oh, which, con- which consisted of them playing a card game mm-hmm. in cartoon form and explaining the rules and uh-huh. what the cards did. That was the entire yeah. character. And, and, and Christine and I was just sitting, like, and I was just sitting there, and I'm like, and he's like, I'm going to use this card now. It means this, this, and this. Card. And I'm like, I'm like, can't you just Play the game? No, but Colin, like, you I don't, don't understand. Like, so Yu-Gi-Oh! Came, the time. Yu-Gi-Oh came at the best time because we grew up with Pokemon. That hit us when we were young, and they had the cards come out, and we didn't give a shit about playing that game. Nobody played the Pokemon trading card game. Everyone just collected it, put it in a binder, traded them. Done, right? Lasop, it was shiny, and that was cool. Yu-Gi-Oh! came at the much more pivotal point of puberty. Right, oh, you can understand. So, so I was there, all these animals and I had two boobs. options. I was like, I can go talk to girls, or I can play card games because now I understand this. Mm-hmm. Now, I was still too young for Magic. Magic, magic, I can't magic even is hard. That, I still right? don't understand. That was the older brothers. The older brothers played Magic, but Yu Gi Oh. That show came out. And I'm like, oh, I can get behind this. They're playing the card game. That's kind of cool. Me and my friends were addicted to that shit. We spent so much money and we played the shit out of it. So much fun. <laughs> when you it's, weren't oh, doing that, you're a, furiously masturbating. That was <laughs> it. Oh my god, I was, I was masturbating so much. Everything, my sheets were just. You could just break them. You could drop them. Your mom Jesus. comes in. She's like, "There's no tape on these cards. How are they stuck to the wall?" <laughs> um, all right. So, ni- all right. Magic. So, the '90s for me. I was born in '84, so I, I came co- up cognizance probably around the same time. 80, '80. I mean, I remember things in the late '80s. So, I, I remember I, bits and pieces, but I mean, like, I think kindergarten is like the yeah, solidification yeah. of like I, something's happening day to day, and I remember this. And so, life was um, NES every day. And then later, SNES. G.I. Joe, I was fucking, I was obsessed with G.I. Joe's. Like, it's not even, it can't even be understated how obsessed with G.I. Joe's I was. Just ask anyone in my family. Just, I had fucking a million of those things. Um, And then it was hockey and wiffle ball and rollerblading and Mm, biking around and barbecues. And I had an in-ground pool, and so we would swim a lot and... It was a lot of travel. My parents had gotten divorced at that point. My mom worked for Delta, uh, Delta Connector, and so we used to be able to fly like around in a limited fashion. I used to go to Boston a lot, and Maine, and New Hampshire, and Vermont, and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was the '90s were a lot of those things. The '90s were also when I became musically cognizant, started playing drums. Got that's when I got a 311 about 20 years ago, which is un- fucking unbelievable. Um, when I first got my first 311 record, it was 1995. Um, actually, it was '96. So it was 19 years ago. The album came out in '95. Uh, it, it, MTV. I, I I have I have like I have you know co- like I remember for some reason I remember the 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 video for Prodigy's uh, Breathe really well and uh, when when the Wallflowers <laughs> uh, down comes fine. the horse or whatever the fuck it was called that record with the stars on it with uh, like one headlight and all this stuff. I, I just remember like a lot of these. I remember grunge and I don't know. I remember music a lot of videos, t- man. I mean, that's that I was think, a big part of it. Yeah, yeah the, whatever music videos you remember in your head, that was what it was. And I think for me, a, a big part of it started with Thong Song by Cisco. Yes, yeah, Cisco. Because that up. was like I was a little kid. I'm like, oh, I'm about this. And then I remember seeing all the MTV Spring Break. That oh my was like god, my life. MTV oh Spring Break. God, it was so right. built around. Fuck, do they still your do that? No, no, they do. They do. do they? Yeah, it's different though. It's, it's like, not. It's yeah. not nearly as raunchy. But that was like the that was the raunchiest thing you could see, and it just took over everyone's life. That shit was on. 
at your house forever. Yeah, in two weeks, you just left the TV on, and you just see, like, their TR, it was TRL all day. It was just countdown after countdown after countdown. Yeah. The same videos. No, but uh, am I thinking see the same thing where they would, like, uh, they would go from TRL to, then there would be a beach with hot yeah. girls, and they'd be like, let's climb a thing. And then bikini people would, and, like, Bill yeah. Bellamy would be like, we're climbing a thing today. And then there's these just hot-ass girls, like, yeah. on the beach yelling at we're you. We're doing a live episode of The Grind. Yeah. Like, somebody's going to come out and, pl- uh, Cisco's going to come out and yeah. perform, and sing- all these girls singled out. who are just wasted oh, yeah. are going to, yeah, singled out. All these drunk college girls on spring break are going to come out in their they bikinis. They do karaoke. I remember the karaoke was a big thing, and then they did uh, a bunch of stupid contests where it's like, all right, you have this little plastic bag. The winner is whoever fills it with the most body hair. I like. Yeah, I'll, I remember there was that. one contest that I'll never forget. It was like three girls and this like like two guys, and um, the girls were kind of like screwed. <laughs> like they just didn't have much. Like one of them was like kind of shaving her armpits, and it was like like a, a moment where everyone was like, "Oh, what the fuck!" But then <laughs> <laughs> like um, it was just like it was, like it was so graphic, and I'll never forget. There was like this this bald dude, and he was like. Fuck, because like one of the other guys started going for his hair. The bald guy just looks at the camera, turns around, and just starts like shaving his balls and put it in eighty one. Yeah, well, Good job, bald guy. He earned, he earned it. That bald guy went on to be Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What What else is there? I mean, again, like early, for me, early, there was, for me there was a lot. I mean, yeah. for me, like because that you guys were talking about how you were all like roughly five or six. I was ten. And so I remember, like, I don't remember any of the shows you just named because I didn't. I was too old to watch. By then, I had moved on to shows like Beavis and Butthead, right? Which mm-hmm. was I remember my my um, to go back to our prior conversation about like how things the more things change, the more they always stay the same. My mom watched me watch Beavis and Butthead and was like, "This is it. Society is dead. This is as stupid as it gets. This is as moronic and like sophomoric as it gets. And there is no depth to this at all." But for me, it was a holy shit. This is a cartoon that is not a cartoon. Like, this is a cartoon about two fucking losers who are just wasting their life. And prior to that, remember, you remember every cartoon before that had been like, Hey, we're gonna save the day. We're GI Joe. Don't kill anyone. And Beavis and Butthead are frying fucking rats in the in the in the deep fryer and, and serving them the music videos and making fun of music videos, right? Awesome. And so to me, I was like, oh my god, this is a revolution to me. And then that that to me was. It's funny because you talk about spring. That that was always just noise to me. I waited for like the real world. I loved that. Oh my Road god, the rules. real world. Um, all of those things to me were like, I'm like, I just I kind of have to watch this. This is this is so weird. Like, the show just about a bunch of people that are like living in a house together. Well, that was it? the thing. Was remember how like crazy that was? Like that it was, was still so, like that was the you know, the birth of reality television. That and like road rules and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, when you started watching that shit, you're like, what is what is this? But see, I'm, I've always been one of those people that like once I find something, I'm super loyal to it. Yeah, like almost to a fault to the point where like, dude, you gotta stop watching that. Like yeah. it's not cool anymore. So like when road rules happened, I was like, I don't. And I don't, I can't remember which one was first. I think real world. Real was world first. was first. But I hit real world first, and I was like, I'm into real world. Road rules is some. St- Bastardized Stupid bastardized garbage, version yeah. of this where the kid, the people actually have to do something. Yeah, I hated that. Bullshit. I hated the challenges and shit. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I think in real, real world, they, they still had to work. They, had, they all had a job where they were like, we're going to do a sustainable they, garden. They had to Seattle. start doing that. They yeah, had to start yeah, doing that because it got boring room. with people sitting around watching TV. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, or like fighting over each other's peanut butter. Um, oh, that, so was, there was, that was an epic moment. No one will ever forget. There wasn't. I like, mean, that was like, that's when we talk about like how it is now, you know, last topic and like how fragmented we are and there's no. Like, rhyme or reason, you're into all this stuff, nobody knows what it is, da-da-da, we're big in these different communities or whatever. You think back to fucking... Puck eating Pedro's peanut butter? You think back to, yeah, what I think that's 1994, real world yeah, San Francisco. Probably. And, like, you remember when, like, 
you know, Pedro died right after that yeah. series finale or season serious. finale, which was crazy. And fucking Bill Clinton had a video play there. And you know what I mean? And he said this like epic thing. He's like, no one in America can say that they don't. And I'm paraphrasing that they haven't known somebody living with AIDS. Thanks to the, thanks to him in the real right. world. And like, that was a big moment for people to realize. Cause at the time, like AIDS and HIV was still such a like, Oh, that's a gay problem. We have to worry about yeah. it. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, no, blah. And it wasn't and survivable. The, and, and they're monsters and this. And like, yeah. no, you see this and you're like, this guy's totally normal and awesome. And Puck's an asshole. Kick him out of the house. Yes. Kick him out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and he got kicked out of the house. Well, that's there the thing that, about the nineties that, that's crazy is like just the way things have changed from the, like what was acceptable then to now. Sure. Like recently, um, Big Daddy was on TV and I'm watching it. Adam Sandler. It's yeah. Like, right, classic nineties Sandler, whatever. Watching it, and I'm like, oh my god! So many of the jokes in that. There's so many gay jokes. In oh that yeah, so that I'm just like, how did this fly? And I, then I think back, I'm like, it was funny then. Like this was, mm-hmm. like, these were jokes. These were totally cool. That would not make it into something now. Oh god, no, 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 no. And that really makes me think about like, where are we now in terms of like, what jokes cannot be made in movies now? Like later when we're looking back yeah, now, five years years. Right, 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 right. I think a lot of it's just like jokes about like women and stuff like that. I think sure. that's going to totally change. And like oh, it's yeah. just it's really interesting to to think about all of it because the '90s were a different time. They really were. Yeah. And it was. And you know, you had times like just think about all the amazing things that happened. Nice. Everyone always talks about the '80s, and I always say I love the '80s for for various reasons as far as cinema is concerned. But the '90s really there was a lot. There's a lot that happened. Like if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure South Park started in the '90s. Yeah, it did '98. And so I remember '97 going on. No, no, I was in high school, so I yeah, I would have been. I think it was '90. I want to say it was '98 or '97. It was '97. I think it was. I went to colleges. I was going to 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 go like visit college campuses for the first time. And my parents and I went on a road trip up to like San Luis Obispo to see. Okay, I said it's Cal State San Luis Obispo because uh, I was look, just trying to look at everything in California. And we were staying in a motel and the like. The episode of South Park with the alien anal probes. Oh yeah, was first on. episode. Was it the first episode? And I was like, this show. I just I'm just channel surfing, and I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. It's an animated thing, and I was obviously I've always been drawn to animated things, and I'm like, this show's brilliant. Too. Again, another one of those moments where I'm like, this is wildly different. Yeah, and this is wildly yeah. inappropriate, and like this is an animated show about kids in junior high, and they're talking about elementary their- school. Oh, that's right. Elementary school. And they're talking about, and they're still in elementary school, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they're talking about getting their asses probed by aliens. Like, that's, <laughs> and like Cartman actually got his ass probed, and he's like, you guys, I'm so, you know. And so, like, when you talk about, you talk about the number one voice that I probably did in the 90s, it was Cartman. I think everyone did Cartman. Yeah. Remember, there was a time in your life where everything was like, oh my God, you guys, are you kidding me? For really is? Or I can't remember. Cheryl does a now. fucking killer Cartman, believe it or not, which is so funny. Like, no. She, I'm like, where are you breaking that out from? What, <laughs> what? Her best Why? impression is the old man from Family Guy. Yeah, she does the old man from Family Guy, like the creepy old man from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she does it. So you do a good old man, too. Perfect. She's just absolutely perfect with that. Yeah, I mean, Family Guy's another one, but I don't think Family Guy was until the early 2000s. No, Family Guy was 2000, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, you I had that. that. You no, had... it was earlier than that, and then remember, it got canceled. And I remember because I remember Family Guy being a big deal that I love got canceled. Uh, then it came back and got canceled again. It right? might have been 99 2001. They put out the DVDs while I was in college, yeah, and I... it had already been canceled. And everyone bought the DVDs, and they were like, "Oh fuck!" And they brought Family Guy back because it got actually kicked off the air. Was at one point, yeah, it, it, it got canceled. canceled, and then I think it came back and got. I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure at one point it got pulled off the air for the. There was an episode where. Um, I see the episode where he was talking about how much he hates New Yorkers or like how much he hates tourists. Yeah. And I think during, at the end of that, like he ends up getting in a fight with Lois, like a physical fight because she was taking karate and like beat the shit out of each other. And they're like, this is it. We got to pull this show. Oh, really? I think I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm in the, in the comments below or on the forums. Might be an episode they don't air anymore. Um, like the Puerto Rican Day Parade episode of Seinfeld that yeah, they don't air. Yeah. Um, Seinfeld, Seinfeld was a big one. part of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, Seinfeld's huge. I mean, that, that's what I was going to say was that. All right. So 
television was just a huge and pivotal point of yeah. that. I mean, you, we mentioned before you can't do that on television, and Finders Keepers were fucking really essential early, not, like late '80s, early '90s Nickelodeon watching for me. Finders Keepers, especially, I fucking loved that show. And uh, Finders Keepers, for people that don't know, was a it's was a good. show where two teams of two kids would be in a house. It was like a house set, and they would like. They would there would be some sort of trivia they'd win and then they'd have to go through the house and like ransack it to like find certain shit. I fucking love that show. I, oh, I, I do remember that. I love that show. Um, and That's when I was right. and when I was in college, Ramon and I used to get fucked up and and uh, and watch it at night on uh, on Nick Gas. Nick Gas. Um, wow, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, and then uh, like so, welcome back, freshman. Hey dude. Hey dude. You you remember okay. Welcome Back Freshman? Yeah. Like that was that's I, I feel that like one that, I don't remember. It was a Nickelodeon show where like it, they were just kids and like they were ninth graders or whatever, but it was like a comedy, and the principal would always talk to them over the loudspeaker and show like that. I don't, uh, that that show was awesome. Obviously, Guts and Double Dare yeah. and mm-hmm. and. There, there, you know, there was there was a uh, Nick Arcade Nick was fucking Arcade. awesome. Nick Arcade was that thing where you saw it and you're like, I want that so bad. The only thing I wanted more than that was the Toys R Us. Oh, shopping, shopping spree! Oh, oh fuck yeah, Lord. dude! Oh, yeah. everybody wanted that thing. What's funny is you guys are saying these things, and I know all of them, but I didn't watch any of these shows. Really? I think I watched them. I had friends that loved Nickelodeon, so when I would go over to their house, they would. I, maybe it's because I didn't have cable. Was it a cable show? Yeah, Nickelodeon yeah. was cable. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. yeah, see, I didn't have cable until probably. Two days ago. No. <laughs> I want to say I didn't have cable throughout the entire 80s. So Nickelodeon to me was just not a foreign, thing. Foreign. I was like, I don't understand this. And then eventually, by the time we got it, I was like, HBO. I'm old. HBO yeah, and MTV yeah. were, my, were my thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big thing I think as a, so if you were a kid from from 85 to 2005, whatever it's in there, I think that the biggest things was it's the transition from Nickelodeon, Disney, and Cartoon Network to MTV VH1, right? Whatever. Then oh, eventually VH1. You, you make it the rise and up. fall of VH1. The that rise the and 90s. fall and rise and fall of VH1. VH1. Pop up video, son. Awesome. Oh my god, the, I love the series. Great. Yeah, the like, I love that. Was that, a, that was their return. I thought right? changed me. I mean, I don't know. behind no, the music, behind the music was the, the jam. Oh, that was yeah, like, yeah. and then because here was the the most amazing thing about behind the music. I swear to God, it was in every single one of them. There was the and then moment. Yeah, big time. And then. They started doing heroin. Wow! All right, it was like yeah, the, the yeah, picture yeah, would like yeah, spiral yeah, yeah. and slash. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and that was always the beginning of the end. And then someone either died the, or yeah, they would all like get the redemption. They would detox, like, right? Now he lives on the beach. Right? He walks with his dog. Right, because they did the one with Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they were like, they were awesome when they did heroin, <laughs> and they stopped, and now they haven't done a really good album since. But yeah, VH1 was awesome, and um, that was another another one of those. Uh, instances where you're like what how did i not know that this show was like a thing when you would see like i saw i love the 80s for the first time and it was like fresh i was like that was only like six seven years ago yeah. i remember that hey i remember star wars yeah vh1 was vh1 was, definitely was hitting on all cylinders for a while with with that kind of stuff i i also i mean i, I can't believe i haven't brought it up yet but i, I gotta give a, a big shout out to tgif of course mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah which yeah. was so uh, that was so tgif for years was just Everything that and Snick and oh, Saturday. What's oh, Snick? Snick was yeah. Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Nickelodeon. Are you it was afraid like of the dark? Are you, are you afraid of that? Uh, dark and, and Clarissa and I think Roundhouse was one of the shows for a while. I think Alex Mack started. On Alex Snick. Mack was there. Alex Mack was and there. I had such a crush on Alex everyone Mack had a cra- crush. On um, that's why it was so fun to see her. Like Boy as we grow world. older. Uh, Ten things I hate about you. All right, yeah. yeah. Where it's like she like, and then like I've always been a little younger than her, and now you see her in Mad Men. She's yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Was she? Oh, yeah, she's only in like what? ten episodes. Or she was the younger daughter, right? No, she was Ken Crosby. And ten things ahead of you, she was. She was the one that was. No wait, she was the younger daughter. That was the Taming of the Shrew remake, right? Yeah, with Heath Ledger and and Joseph Levitt. Yeah, and Julia Stiles. God, it's a good movie, actually. Yeah, it is a good movie. So I. You know, I got to give a shout out to Snick and I got to give a shout out to because I, I just really like that. Those were events for me. Like I would I on Friday nights, like after school, I'd go play wiffle ball or go play hockey or something. Mm-hmm. And, and like I'd come home at eight. Like I'd be home. and I'd be ready to go. Yeah. At eight. And the same thing with Snick. I'd be ready to go at eight. Yeah. I remember trying to and, finish uh, dinner to get ready for Snick. Yeah. It was. Oh, so and, and I just I, I loved I loved Snick. Like I loved I love. Are You Afraid of the Dark was so fucking awesome. Like I loved that show. I really, really, great, really. Man. I thought it was very thought provoking. It was like Twilight Zone for fucking kids. I mean, that's basically what it was. It was just a horror-themed, mm-hmm. more horror-themed Twilight Zone. And before you could really understand and watch Twilight Zone and really appreciate it, because Twilight Zone is almost unbeatable, it's like that was almost the gateway mm-hmm. drug to, yeah. like, to like high storytelling. Yeah. And See, I, I was me, missing out on this like earlier when I was naming stuff, um, and when you were t- mentioning Snick, I was like, what the fuck am I missing? All that. Oh, all uh, that. right. All that SNL was like, for kids. Yeah. It was great. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, that if anything kind of put me on the path that I'm at today, like from an early, early state, it was that. It's like, Pete oh, Pete. I can be a little kid that's funny. Like, that's yeah. not, that's what I want to do. Right, right, right. And like, oh, my God, that was great. And then that turned into Keenan and Cal, which classic. So good. So goddamn good. You mentioned you mentioned Twilight, or not Twilight, excuse me, uh, uh, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. To me, that was X Files. That was oh, X-Files. X-Files. that was one of those where I was that that show hit, and I'm like, "This is cool. This is a show that really knows its audience and really understands like fun, cool sci-fi horror and how to, and how to tell that." Um, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to a show that holds a special place in my heart because I never thought I'd like it. It was one of those shows that when I was a kid, I fought against liking it until one day I was like, "It was the first instance I remember of thinking, shit, I like the show that I'm not supposed to like." It was a show called Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, dude, oh I right. love Beverly yeah. Hills 90210. All about it. All and about it. I watched way too much of that show to the point where I was like, I mean, you're, you have to understand, I don't have an older sister. It's just me. You had no excuse. Oh, I had no, no excuse. I was going to say, that I was just, my excuse. I had no, I, I didn't have an older sister. It was just on, and I was like, man, eh, give it a shot. Because I mean, nothing else is on. I'm going to give it a shot. And then slowly but surely, I had to come to terms with the fact that I, yeah. I, I in fact, liked Beverly Hills. Oh, I got to see what's up with the you Walsh's. You those moments, man. The, for me, it was Degrassi and One Tree Hill. Oh, Degrassi. Get, get like old Degrassi? Like 80s no, Degrassi? No, no, no. The next generation. Oh, okay. Which had all the same characters as the parents. I love... Because I love... The thing I love about Degrassi is that it just never... Like, if you go back... It, it's just been Degrassi? on for fucking ever. It's been it on for... It was a like, Canadian high school drama show that was one where drake, where drake came up drake right? came from next generation yeah. but it was really like i watched on amazon i don't know if it's still there i started watching the like the original like 85 86 like series and it it's, goes there. it's dark as fuck that's the tagline is it goes there like like in one of the first episodes like the kid both of the kids parents one of the kids parents just die in like a car accident and he has like a fight with them beforehand and then they go to the movies and they die in a car accident i'm like are you fucking serious <laughs> yeah. like so he had just kids some guy degrassi was a uh a uh, yeah, very popular, still popular. I think uh, very popular. It's still uh, on? Canadian. Yeah, it it, it like it, it kept going, kept going, kept going. It got to the, like the next, next, next generation, and then they stopped it. And now it's like a web show, but it's uh, like it's still going. So it's, it's basically high school, it. but like every four years they change the cast or what? Yeah, and I mean like the way they have it is like there's this whole cinematic universe for it where the the characters from the '80s show are like the parents and like the principal and all that stuff of it and then it's all the kids but then those kids have little brothers and sisters who had been characters earlier then they grow into high school and they have their friends and it just kind of keeps going but it's all one universe it's a it's like it was jay and silent bob were in it really yeah Yeah. they were Uh, kevin smith directed and wrote uh, a three-part episode that was the first time i'd ever heard of it 
Yeah, it was. It was a. I mean, I I had not been exposed until uh, until I was too old to be watching Degrassi. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't stop me. I want to be clear, that didn't stop me. Um, Shouldn't. So yeah, I mean, I I I enjoyed like these various like touchstone shows, but I I do unfortunately because we were just talking about it with the Snapchat thing, you know, we, we were dumb kids or whatever. Um, God, I was just like so immersed in television. It was just it yeah, was, we all were. I was just so so obsessed with that shit. And I, to to the point of the X Files, like the X Files used to scare the shit out of me. Like I, I, the the. The intro music. Oh yeah, alone. Yeah, like the, the intro music that and and unsolved mysteries, which was like a huge joke in my house. Like uh, like people like used to just blast unsolved mysteries when I was on to scare this because they knew it would like bother me or whatever. Like, Tonight, no one ever knew no Robert Stack. Go that away. the man was living right next door Robert, to the like, child. Unsolved mysteries theme song is <laughs> it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And Robert Stack's just like in some fucking. Castle. He's always in a trench. Yeah, he's in a trench coat. He's like in a trench coat, just like smoke and like and he's like in a. In, you like, don't a know this. The they should but put the all those might on be Netflix. Living man. Under your bed, yeah. I would love to watch me some goddamn unsolved mysteries. Uh, yeah, but they, no, I think TV like it's just like we were talking about earlier, like. You're impressionable and you're young and all this shit's awesome. It's like Saved by the Bell. Parker Lewis can't lose. Parker Lewis can't lose was the jam. That's such a. I love that jam. fucking show, man. It yeah. got canceled way too early. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. It, it was before its time. Uh, another coming of age MTV one we didn't bring up. Undressed. I remember undressed. undressed. Yeah, that was yes, gonna. Be, that was yes, such a momentous yes. thing. Of like, oh, so hot. It's all gonna be about. Lemon, <laughs> they're like kids near our age. They're having sex it's in college. About and done it. Yeah, exactly. They said exactly. patties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to think that I remember watching Undress Me like this is so hot. Like, yeah. Oh like, my god. Like, and it wasn't even like you weren't like sitting there. At least I wasn't furiously masturbating or anything. But you were watching and being like, "This is what?" Because it was all about college, and we were in right, right. Yeah. We were mm-hmm. we were in high school at the time, and I was like, "This is so extraordinary." Like I, can't, I I'm like I can't wait to go to college. College. Not. I like want to touch that. I um, can't wait to touch that. Yeah, that was a, that. That's a great example, man. Undress was. And and I got to give a shout out to you know speaking out MTV we talked about Beavis and Butthead which was awesome that was the only show my parents wouldn't let me watch ever like when <laughs> they, it's were, all, and they I were to, right too and I used to just go to my friend's house and watch it uh, but Daria oh um, Daria. Daria was another really so really I really con- I connected very deeply with Man, that show MTV nights MTV closed out every night I remember with some great fucking show mm-hmm. whether it was Real World Road Rules Daria they had like a great fucking lineup Undress like Undress was on like what three times a week two times like, a week really late yeah and like it was 10, on late 30. and it was weird it was weird because they'd have like three different story threads for like yeah. a month and then they'd, like sub somebody out and do this and then fucking Loveline was on like when they did the oh, Loveline TV yeah. show yeah god damn oh right Jesus yeah so were you guys entirely like does Disney Channel have any resonance with any no, you. no. I mean, I remember was. Ki- what was it? Disney Channel. Growing no, no, up, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. I remember Kids Incorporated. I watched Kids Incorporated. That was the one I liked. But like outside of that, no, I, we left that. I left that stratosphere yeah. before it became what it became for you. Yeah, Disney Channel. I mean, like what I remember about Disney Channel, it existed and people had it. But we had, there was like tiers of cable on, on on Long Island. I'm sure it was like that everywhere. We're like we had we had expanded cable, but Disney was not included in it. Mm. Like you had to get like another package. See, I just yeah, think that was that was Cartoon Network. So I am just I have none of those memories. Like all these like oh Cartoon Network was the jam for a while, dude. Like Dexter's Lab or yeah. uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, Dexter's Laboratories. Awesome. All of those were like and I just missed out on all that. That was when great. I went to my uncle's house and I had, like was allowed to. You know, but see, to me, TV. those those were great because they were the antithesis of the Disney stuff. Like you'd see you'd seen Disney Adult animation, Cartoon you were like. Well, like Dexter's Lab was was like you were like well, this is weird. Maybe it was just the Gendy. Uh, I can never say the guy's last name. Tartatovsky, the guy that did like Dexter's Lab and uh, and I think he did Powerpuff Girls also. Yeah, huge inspiration on my brother. But yeah, um, if you couldn't tell that. Oh, definitely. Um, those were awesome because you'd watch them and you were like, this is kind of like a normal kids show, but kind of twisted and a little bit like sarcastic. Just just just. To a degree, I think you just weren't watching the other stuff because it was all the same. Maybe, uh, I mean, maybe because at, at that time I craved those. I was like, I really want kind of smart animation. And then you got to 
what I would think was probably the pinnacle of animation in the 90s, which was Clone High. And when you hit oh, Clone, oh, High, Clone High, and then it was the first Mr. animated B? show uh, that actually got pulled. Like, that one, they, and that's the one that broke my heart. Yeah. That's the one I remember getting pulled because yeah. I was so into it and you never knew how it ended. And year, in college, years later in college, I had a, I had a, f- a friend who had the DVDs from Canada. Yeah. That's and such you such watch a, that a weird last show. episode and it ends on such a horrible cliffhanger. You're like, oh my God. It's so weird to me because that is one of the few shows, that show and Paperboy, the game, mm-hmm. are two things that I'm like, how does everybody have the same experience I did with that game or show? I would have never expected it to be that much of a hit. I thought it was a weird thing that only I watched or yeah. only I played. Yeah, but sure. it's like everyone fucking did. But it's not like it was some huge primetime thing that was promoted all the time. But yeah. everybody I know loves those well, things. Well, it's because you – I mean, it, A, it had a really strong pilot episode. And every episode that followed, it just hit. It just nailed it, man. It That show was one of the only animated shows that – and that in South Park made me gutturally laugh out loud. Where like their their pre, their their uh, impression of John F. Kennedy was just <laughs> I'm like this is so fucking hilarious and I can see at the same time and I'm talking I'm, I must have been like I'm like I'm 16 17 at this point I'm like this I don't know a lot about the world because I grew up in Riverside California which is a very small town in California. <laughs> our side our side as they say uh, not a bad place just little little closed off just from the place. rest of the world um, but I think that this is offensive to some degree. And then Gandhi came out, and I was like, no, no, I think that this this portrayal of Gandhi as sort of a nerd who's trying to get laid um, instead of, like, an amazing religious and spiritual leader um, may be construed as slightly offensive to people. And sure shit, it was. It got pulled, and it got pulled fast, man. It was like, I think they only had, like, aired, like, six or seven episodes. Yeah. And they hit, I, I guess they did a whole season. I think Dagan said they did a whole yeah, season. In Canada, it, it, no, Canada ran, it ran the whole season. Or the whole season. Yeah, like, they, they yanked sensitive. that shit fast. And I was like, dude, Pussies this is up there. Yeah. Oh, man, that show. Hail Canada. That show was spot on for me. That was one of those where I'm like, they fucking nailed this show. Crushed and it. And then it was gone. I'm like, and, and that, that's what sucks. And that's and, and to our prior conversation where it's like, yeah, the, everything's moving so fast. At least because of the internet now. Like that show would have had a chance of coming back. It hadn't gotten canceled, it would have immediately gone to Netflix. Right. You know, and Netflix would be like, nope, we'll take it. You don't want it on network television, we'll take it. Or it would have gone to Hulu or been on the web. So someone would have kickstarted it and been like, please keep this going. And then it would have gone one more season and been terrible. And they're like, okay, we're good. We're good. We don't need it anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, it, that was what's so sad about it. The 90s were so finite. The show would just come up. And you had no idea if that was the next episode of X Men or not. Like, I don't know where this is in the timeline yeah. of X. Oh, we're in a, the Age of Apocalypse now? All right. Dope. Okay. One episode. Never knew what yeah. the fuck happened with that, you know, until I had, ended up watching them on Netflix like 10, 15 years later. You're right. Colin, we're now going to initiate a crowdfunding thing for us to bring back a Space Cases, My Brother and Me crossover. I would love we that. We need to know what happened. I would love that. We Space need to know cases, the story. Space Cases was so good. Harlan, man. I can't believe I can't believe it's taken this long for any of you to bring up Boy Meets World. Susan no, we. Do, I mean, we don't need to. Okay. We, I mean, I, I, we, I think we got to good territory. We hadn't been. We've talked a lot about TJF and Boy Meets World. Yeah. Like okay. We we, okay. we got out into new territory. I have today. to give like the, the last thing I need to say is because I brought up Disney Channel, Disney Channel original movies. I'm just so upset that you guys didn't. Brink, well, so at that brink, point, Brink, okay, brink uh, 98 was when I got Disney Channel, and I think 90, spring 98 was when Brink came out. I remember, brink was I remember one of the watching. first ones. Susie Q with the Pink Ranger, one of the first moments I realized that like women were an important thing in my life. Was the movie eight? opens up with her going to prom. Spoilers, she dies. Oh, um, fuck. It's, it's a she very took it to the drunk brink. driving. Um, but Wait, you're drunk driving or she kill herself? Drunk driving. Oh, okay. 
Kevin made she shot her herself there, in her head. Off of the, Jesus, Kevin. It's all thing, but the movie opens with her getting dressed for for prom, and she's like in her underwear, and then like getting into this dress, and like that moment changed me. Like that, it was that changed who I was. I remember there was a, a Disney movie original where it was like Freaky Friday where the two sisters switched bodies. Yeah. And one of them was Katherine Heigl and it was her first like thing yeah, ever. Yeah, and yeah. I remember stopping on that, that one and watching hot. that. And if that was on TV, I was watching that as well. Man, I'm blanking on the name of that. This Doesn't sucks. matter. Thank you, Rhonda Strong. That was a great topic. That was, a good one. One. that was an enjoyable Thanks, one. Guys. Uh, we believed in it so much we think it's going to be one of the best performing ones so we sponsored it. <laughs> this is from Squarespace. Squarespace has sponsored this topic as well as Rhonda Strong. They're yeah. working together in conjunction. Thank you both for your support. Ah, uh, da, 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 da. Nick. Yes. We use Squarespace. I just used it again, yeah. What did you use it for now? My brother needed a website uh, design real quick, and he was he was like, well, I'm going to use this other thing. And I'm like, don't do that, because I can help you out real quick, and I can do it in like an hour, and I did it for him in an hour, and he was blown away by how, how cool it looks. No, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that that happened. That's uh, you, yeah, Every time I, I come here, I expect you just to tell me about kindoffunny.com being built on Squarespace. And no, my, my brother's doing a fun thing over on, on YouTube called Teen Dance Challenge, but you can go to teendancechallenge.com, and you can see that site's been built with Squarespace. I okay. built it in like, I think like an hour and a half. I probably took a little longer than I needed to because I'm not about spacing, so I'm sure. like, I'm going to put this little space right here and cool stuff. But yeah, everything's just so, it's all, it's so easy to use and templated that you can just go get a cool website that looks exactly like that and within a few hours have something nice. Well, if you want to go to Squarespace, ladies and gentlemen, and get 10% off your first purchase, go there and use the offer code KINDOFUNNY. Uh, You enter it, you get in there, you get 10% off. Uh, Of course, Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful... Of course, Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website. I'm going to say that they left out tools. Website tools that look professionally designed regardless of skill level. No coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create the website with, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. We're secure and stable, right, Nick? 100%. Thank you. And you know you can trust in Squarespace for your website needs when millions of people like us and some of the most respected brands in the world, like us, <laughs> trust in them too. We're a respected brand in the world, They're right? definitely respected. one of the most respected Tim's brands. Tim's huge on everything. So everybody go to squarespace.com and under the offer code kind of funny get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. As always, thank you for your support, Squarespace. Is it build it build it beautiful? Yes, it is. It's build it beautiful. Or build it beautiful. It's build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. Comma beautiful. Yeah. Build it, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Game Over Greggy Show. If you didn't know, each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kinda funny, where you can toss us a few bucks and get every episode early. If you got no bucks to toss, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kinda funny, where we post everything topic by topic, day by day, until we post the entire show for free on Friday as an MP three and video gentlemen it's been a pleasure nick you're always on that fucking phone i just had a good idea for a topic thing. oh like you should talk you're topic. on your phone for fucking two topics Snap that was the point away. that was colin's I'm, phone you were you your phone during that time i'm too. getting a bunch of text messages no, here. no 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 i wasn't even, i wasn't even making fun of that colin one literally, yeah i've seen your family conversation that's happening when you're looking at the snapchat information i don't know if you i don't know if you know this but colin and i had an entire conversation with one look did you guys see that earlier no where i looked at him because the phone was going off and i gave him the that buzzing is annoying me. And Colin looked back at me and said, I realize that's annoying you. And now that I know it's annoying you, I'm going to let it keep going. <laughs> and that whole thing happened. And then I was like, touche. It's like, like, that's how we do it. The Disney Channel movie was called Wish Upon a Star. Fuck yes. That's my boy. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.